and why the word bitch is offensive. Oh. So that could be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll really? Learn, we'll learn a little something tonight. Absolutely. By the way... You know what? I, I'll say, you know what it's going to be? Hmm. Bitching. That I think it will be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if they're against that, too. That I would have to say, uh, probably. Now, here are a couple of things that I wanted to throw out there, Dubs. Uh, so we're having the women from now in tonight. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, opposite end of the spectrum, uh, the ladies from Dancers Royale will be coming in for the usual Thursday night visit. I had an idea. Today is the 50th anniversary of Pop Rocks. Yes. By Curious BJ is here. He is your cousin. Mm-hmm. And he is the best stunter in the hideout so far. Here's what he has volunteered to do. So that he can get a lap dance from the lovely ladies from Dancers Royale tomorrow night here in the hideout. He said he'd be willing to take a Pop Rocks enema. Way to step up, BJ. Hey, good job, BJ. Had a way to be somebody. So tomorrow, you will have a Pop Rocks enema so that you can get a lap dance from the ladies from Dancers Royale. I would like to see if the uh, lovely ladies from Dancers Royale would also be uh, willing to, you know, pour a little on the... Uh, the uh... <laughs> Uh, how about the cooch? Uh, just pour a little bit of it on there, just to see if it pops like when it's in your mouth. I say this. The pop rocks, of course. Pop rocks, uh, douche, uh, for the ladies. Ooh. Enema for uh, for bike curious BJ. I would just like to get a mic right next to it and see if, how it sounds. Oh, we'll do that with BJ too. Actually, the funny thing is, probably when you put the mic up through there, it'll sound like less popping than when uh, Come on. before you pour it on. Stop. What? Please, the beautiful ladies. Less red dots. Uh, so anyway, all that going on, uh, J-Dubs, that is happening on tomorrow night's show. Mm-hmm. Also, too, I guess there was an interesting phone call that ha- went to our g- general sales manager. Yes, the head of sales for WTKS. Uh, here at Real Radio. And I want to thank this person, although I don't have the details. We don't know who you are yet, really. But he said, I want to sponsor the Hideout Fight Club. Now, here's the thing. We're trying to fly under the radar with mm-hmm. this whole thing. Even though we put up the video of Chunks versus Matt Albert on iTunes. Well, and this week it's going to be BJ and the Bear. It's going to be uh, By Curious BJ versus Matt Albert. Yesterday, we uh, had them do a little stunt for positioning. Matt Albert make it, made it back to the studio first. He's decided you guys will start in the neutral position for the Hideout Fight Club this Friday night in the Open Door Policy. So, Dubs, that was actually very, very cool for someone to step up to the plate and say, hey, I would like to sponsor the Hideout Fight Club. Here's the big thing about this, though. It's probably going to be the last mm-hmm. because I can't believe we got away with one. Two will be probably the, uh, the, the fa- stopping point. The fact that the video is on iTunes is probably reason enough for another one not to happen. But if there's money to be made and a sponsor to be had for the Hideout Fight Club this Friday night during the open door... By golly, we'll do it. And uh, I would come experience that in person on a Friday night. Uh, also tonight, J-Dubs, I would like to read a little email that I got. It's not very often that you have your got mail. bosses admit mistakes. Mm-hmm. But I did get this one from the lovely and ever-so-talented and great, by the way, program director Catherine Brown. When she turned me down that time, when I cornered her. Oh, of yeah. Real Radio. It is titled, My Mistake. (laughs) 
And then it goes on to say, hiring you guys. And that's actually all it says. <laughs> Thanks, Catherine. No, actually, it says, I meant to send this, uh, send this email to you yesterday, and it slipped my mind. Congratulations on your one-year anniversary with Real Radio. I'm so glad to have you guys here and looking forward to great things in 2006. I can't tell you how nice it is to turn on the radio at night and hear people who are actually sound like they're having fun. Thank you so much for agreeing to join our team. Well, I say thank you to Catherine Brown and Dan Stone, who uh, today offered up his happy anniversary. You didn't to me? Uh, again, a day late. So thank you to everyone for forgetting. I thought it was a happy ending. <sighs> I doubt we'll have one of those here, my friend. I seriously... We, Not after Friday. <laughs> here's the thing. We haven't had one at any other radio station we've been nope, at. Nope, it's always been a very bloody breakup. It just really is, isn't it? Just bloody and angry. Yeah. This is one of those, you know, nasty divorces. And they're just like, and they tell us, you can keep it all. Just go. Yeah. Just go. Get out of here. <laughs> take your tapes. Take your materials. Do just, whatever you need to do. Just don't do anything else and get out of here. Just get the hell out of town. So anyway, J-Dubs, I just wanted to run all those things by you tonight. Tell you what, let's break early and come back. So that we can get this show started. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. We have the Hideout Headlines game show. We need at least three contestants. At least three contestants for the Hideout Headlines game show. you got to get two out of three correct. We'll get caught up on the day's headlines. And we'll win some prizes if you're afraid to call in. And I don't know why, because ladies are first here in the Hideout when they call. Then play along at home or uh, on the highway. Wherever you're going, it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Call now to be a winner with the Hideout Headlines game show. Some of the things up for grabs include tickets to see the Orlando Predators in the Tampa Bay Storm. It's the 22nd at the TD Waterhouse. We've got a couple of those. Ticket info's at 407-44-PREDS. I believe somebody from the Predators will be stopping by on tomorrow night's show, Dubs. And I believe that is the game beforehand, the Media Bowl. Yes. Which I'm guaranteeing I'll be ready for. Do you think so? I will be ready for the Media Bowl. Are you sure that you'll be able to make it through the whole thing? No. But I will place a down at the very least. Again, call now to win those Predator tickets. Also, tickets to Blues Traveler at the House of Blues. Fun with Dick and Jane on DVD. Also on PSP. We got that for you. We got tickets to see Joe Satriani at the House of Blues. And a pair of tickets to the first Orlando Magic Weddings Noir Spring Bridal Expo going on this Saturday at the Warner House. Come to the expo where you can have a chance to win a $20,000 wedding package, including a Caribbean honeymoon. Then stick around to watch the Magic take on the 76ers. That's a big-time game for the Magic. Yeah. Magic playing strong down the stretch. By the way, Magic needs you to beat the Spurs for my Mavs. You guys, Why? What does that mean for the Mavs? You guys crushed my Mavs. Now get the Spurs for me. They're they're locked in an incredible battle for uh, the number one seed. Oh, okay. It's just the number one seed. It's not going to knock either or out. No, 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 not at all, please. We have the two of the top three uh, records in the league. Uh, But your Orlando Magic playing very, very well. More info on that uh, Magic and the wedding whole thing is at 407-916-2954. Hideout Headlines Game Show brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market, Dubs. 
quality home furniture at 50 to 70 percent off every day. Wholesale furniture market, State Road 436 in Cassaberry, next to the Sam's Club, 407-332-1314. It's time to go away some prizes, get caught up on the day's headlines with the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, entertainment, and strange. If you guess right, you win big. Now here's your host, Chuck. Whenever you uh, call, ladies are to the front of the line to play the game. You have to get two out of three to be a winner. So if you miss your first one, don't hang up. You will get that other opportunity. We will start it off with Melanie and Ocala. Melanie, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, which category you want to start with? World, national, local, sports, entertainment, or strange news? Um, let's go entertainment. All right, let's start with entertainment. Here is Chunks for Melanie in Ocala. All right, entertainment is... Where the hell is it? <laughs> I don't see entertainment on the sheet that you gave me. Crap. I did two worlds. <laughs> All right. Make her a winner. Uh, she got the Joker card. She got one correct because Chunks is a moron. Give her the winner uh, sound effect, Dubs. All right, now here is your second choice. I hate you, Chunks. World, national, local, sports, or strange? Um, Sports. All right, here we go. Here's sports. Let's Uh, see if he did that one. All right, sports is true or false. After firing agent Lee Steinberg earlier today, Matt Leinart announced a little after that that he reconsidered and decided to rehire Steinberg just three hours after his decision to fire him. Is that true or false? True or false, Matt Leinart of uh, USC. Did he fire and then to say, you know what, never mind, I'm rehiring? Um, true. Hold on, you get a set your uh, chance to be a winner. Hold on for a second, Melanie. Okay. Junks. Fired him, didn't rehire him, though. Yeah, um, yeah, you did fire his agent, but... No rehire. He's not allowed to uh, have negotiations with any other agent for five days, but they say that he he might uh, already be involved with another agency. Oh, now, does it even matter if you're going to be one of the top three picks, more than likely? Do you even need an agent at that point? Yeah, definitely. Because there's a lot of these people, like last year, uh, Aaron Rodgers, was it? Slipped all the way down to, like, the 24th spot. It. It, you aren't guaranteed anything if you uh, if you don't have a good agent to sell you. you okay. Know, and that in one place in those top ten can really give you a boost in pay. Uh, all right, here is uh, for you to be a winner, Melanie. Which category you want to go with? World, national, local, or strange? Um, let's go local. All right, here's local news from Melanie and Ocala. All right, local is multiple choice. A 40 year old man was taken into custody Wednesday on suspicion that he used what item to steal coins out of a vacuum machine in a car wash in Cocoa? Is it a a blowtorch, B, liquid nitrogen, C, a mini bulldozer, or D, TNT? Um, a blowtorch. That's right. Good job. You're a winner. Hold on, Melanie. So what's the story behind this, Chunk? I guess he rigged uh, these blowtorches. Don't Some... be racist. No, you know, I said, uh, said rigged. But I guess he rigged these blowtorches. What blow kind t- of rigging? You know, even with, like, wires, I guess. Don't you be racist. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> He hooked him up to his car somehow, and he just like, pried open the, the, the change machines, you know, in, in the vacuum cleaners that they have, like at the car wash. Mm-hmm. And he stole the change, and they found him. He had like $15 <laughs> worth of, of quarters. Yeah. That's but, not even a felon. That's like, what, a misdemeanor, it, I guess? It, it, but it, it but, but the, da- the property damage would probably uh, bring that up. Now, why is that even illegal? Every high school kid's doing that with his soda machine and vending machine in every uh, middle school and high school around the nation. The, the difference is... 
no high schooler brings a blowtorch in to uh, break into that that uh, that soda machine. Now the the machine at our school, for some reason, the dumbass who would come take the money out mm-hmm. would leave a stack of money, like dollar bills, in the machine, like uh, right above the, uh, the the place where the soda falls down. And if you had small enough hands for a while there, you could grab like five or ten bucks out of there. Oh, that sounds but great. But they caught on to it and stopped doing it. Oh, my, that sounds fantastic. I mean, even in the light, the the light, the back lighting of the machine, you could see a stack of bills sitting there. What's the most you've ever gotten out of a machine? Probably two or three bucks. Really? Yeah, by Curious BJ. Dubs' cousin. That same exact pot machine? Yeah. You put money in it, and you'd push the pot button and drag your hand down it, and like three or four pops would come out. A soda, you mean. We're in uh, the South. Speak it's, American. It's not pop up here. You Canadian, okay. you damn dirty Canadian. And the uh, the juice machine in our middle school, if you just threw pennies down there real fast, you could get free stuff. There's nothing better than scamming a vending machine, and mm-hmm. I really don't know why. It's only you're only getting seventy five cents worth of product. You see the vending machines where they are selling iPods out of them now? No. On the West Coast, they've got like the iPod minis, and you just swipe your credit card, and you get an iPod and all the accessories in a vending machine. Wow. I'm telling you, one of my goals in life is to be able to pull a heist and steal one of those. I want to go to the Japan one and steal the dirty underwear out of a a vending machine. We're so far behind the Japanese. Mm -hmm. They just have so much stuff going on over there. Dirty panties. In a Uh, machine. We should have something like that on Church Street. Mm -hmm. Dirty Mako's girls' panties. You know how much those will sell for? Please. All right, let's move on with the game show. Sally and Maitland, you're next up. You ready, Sally? Yes, I am. All right, here we go. World, National, or Strange? Which one do you want to go with? All right, here's World News for Sally the Uh, Tranny. World News is (laughs) fill in the blank. Uh, Indonesian Muslim hardliners threw stones at the office building of which popular men's magazine in protest of the release of its first issue in Indonesia? Oh, I don't know. You don't know? No. No guess? You want to go with BJ the Lifeline? Yeah, Lifeline. BJ. GQ. Uh, Playboy. It's Playboy. I I think that was supposed to be your entertainment, moron. Was it? Yes. That's not entertainment. It's Playboy. Playboy. You don't think a magazine's entertainment? That's what's wrong with this generation. Reading is not entertainment. It's hard work, even if it's Playboy. Although, when you think about it, it is hard work. You gotta look at her, imagine she's talking to you and moving. Your veins are all popping out by the end. You get a paper cut when you punch her instead of, you know, that good flesh feeling. <laughs> All right, Sally, here's your next one. You want national or strange? Flesh is so soft for your, your hands to go against. All right, here we go. Here's Satisfying. Here's comforting. strange. Strange. He's uh, talking to some girl on the not. Uh, All right, strange. Uh, <laughs> strange today is multiple choice. A Missouri couple announced the birth of sex, sex tuplets on March 8th. However, the community was surprised to find out what. A, half the babies were white and half the babies were black. B, (laughs) all six children were born with full beards. C, the mother delivered all six babies herself without the help of a doctor. Or D, the couple couple was never pregnant at all. D. All right, hold on. You will get your final chance to wrap it up as a winner. Give me the details on this one, Chunks. Well, I guess this couple had a lot of debt problems, and they, they, they've seen the news where, you know, other people with sex tuplets and octuplets get all these people to contribute money, cars. I, I think I saw this whole scam on The Simpsons. Didn't Abu do this? 
No, he actually had them though. And he sold them to like a carny or something. Yeah, he yeah. And they were in a zoo, didn't? Yeah, they went into a zoo, didn't they? There was a light show and right. <laughs> yeah, but this lady went as far as like to decorate the room that the babies would be in and the closet and fill it up with clothes. But I guess they just wanted money. What are you gonna do with all these baby clothes? Here's you know what you're going to get. Here's what we ought to do. We ought to run that gimmick with Matt Albert and say that he's carrying eight children, <laughs> octuplets, and that way we can get on Oprah. We need big screen TVs. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just a whole scam. Look at him. Look how fat he is. He has to be carrying eight children in that gut. <laughs> I have birthing hips, too. Oh, please, look at you in that ass. I just don't want to ruin that ass for the birth. <laughs> all right, Sally, let's wrap it up. You're left with National, all right? All right. Here we go. <laughs> National's multiple choice. What are you laughing about? Sally. National. The, the Marine Corps is banning what item on soldiers on the battlefield? Is it A, family photographs, B, candy, C, Under Armour, or D, contact lenses? D. <laughs> if, they, if they ban contacts out there. That'd be a little insane. Yeah. So they're banning what? Under Armour? Yeah, it's Under Armour, and actually any of the sport brand like uh, like the polyester, like the Nike, the, the stuff that's supposed to keep you cool. They're banning all that because they yeah. Say, why would you want that in Iraq? <laughs> well, why would you want to stay cool in the summer in Iraq? They say that people like directly involved in battle, if they if if they deal with explosives or if there's fire near them, that it will actually meld the fabric into their skin, and they have a lot more chance of dying from that. Uh, guess what? If you're anywhere where there's going to be a fire or an explosion... You're pretty you're, much screwed anyway. You're screwed anyway, so why not try to stay cool your entire time there in Iraq? All right, why don't you throw out the other world question, the actual world question? All right. More. All right, here, let's go over to... Uh, Which American TV show is now moving to 8 p.m.? Right. All right, Philip and Oviedo, you get one and done on this one, all right, Philip? What's that? You get one and done on this one, all right? If you get this right, one right, you're a winner. Here we go. All right, world, all right. Is, world is true or false. Despite analysts saying that Iran lacks the equipment to make nuclear weapons, Condoleezza Rice denounced Iran's enrichment of uranium and insists that they have the ability to develop nuclear weapons. Is that true or false? That is true. All right, you're a winner. Good job over there, Philip. Sorry, Billy at UCF. We uh, didn't have enough room for you, my friend. So... It's really stepping up to Iran now. Now it's kind of saying we got to go in. Rove saying that this guy is a lunatic. Here you got Kofi. That's a pot calling Kevin Black. Yeah, you got Kofi Annan saying, hey, let's everybody slow down. Let's cool it on the rhetoric, please. Deja vu? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. We hadn't seen this one before. What was it, four years ago? Dubs, why is it that America feels like we're the only ones who should be allowed nuclear bombs? When well, I mean, the, I, that's just natural. When we're the only ones who have devastated a country over them. Well, I mean, you have to see if they worked. <laughs> if if we didn't devastate that country, how would we know they worked? And that one worked out. Yeah. I don't want you uh, running down our use of a uh, atomic bomb on on Japan. Maybe that's why they have panties and vending machines. The atomic well, bomb can make we, you smarter. No, that's how we pay them back. We uh, send over our fat chick panties for them to sniff. Could you imagine wrapping a uh, Japanese person in fat chick panties? And, like, how many times you could get her around? Just wrapping and wrapping like a mummy. Huge diaper. Like a mummy. Look, here's the problem. For some reason, we feel we're the only people on this earth 
uh, Americans, and that no one else can have, you know, the nuclear capabilities to create um, energy or to even have bombs. Maybe, and here's the funny thing, too. A lot of the people who say they shouldn't have bombs are some of the same people who will say everyone should have guns and we'll have a safer world. Think about the logic in that. But you have to understand why they think uh, they shouldn't have bombs and that we should be the only ones. You want to stay on top of the food chain. It's because we come dropping bombs on your moms. <laughs> Blank car bomb. Oh, alarms. I, pl- I screwed that. Sorry. <laughs> Got more psalms in the Bible, Scott. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, come on. You can't uh, fault me for not knowing House of Pain. <laughs> Give me a little break. I also heard Ice Cube do it. Yeah, he did that one, too. That was actually where I was trying to go with it. <laughs> well, you know where? You know why I got screwed up? Because I had to censor myself. I was ready to drop the F-bomb. Do it. Why not? What do we care? We made it a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Time to move on. It's the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday night, you're in the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. National Organization for Women will be stopping by. What's on the web? Hideout Door Prize Blowout. BJ and the Dove. Did they do it? I'm looking forward to this one. By I Car- love Dove bars. By Curious BJ and, uh, of course, the Dove, J-Dubs. Nick in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Nick? What's going on, LFAJ Dubs? I just wanted to uh, comment on uh, what you guys were talking about in the headlines about the nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. And uh, in regards to that video you guys put everybody on to, uh, or at least told to go check out the Loose Change 9-11, mm-hmm. I think it's uh, a lot more per- important that our government answers some questions to that, because as of right now, I think it's most scary that we're the ones with the nuclear weapons as opposed to other places. Now, I haven't... I, and you see now, too, that a lot of people are coming out and starting to uh, run down the boys from Loose Change 9-11, uh, a lot of factual error kind of websites are mm-hmm. beginning to pop up now that these boys have gone mainstream a little bit more. And, Nick, I'm watching today uh, the Masawi trial. And, they and first of all, this woman was basically acting out the um, Flight 93 voice box recorders, like, okay. act, like acting it out the way a mom would read a story to her child. Okay. And ever since it happened, I just continually... Look at Shanksville, Pennsylvania, and the footage that they show over and over again, and ask myself one question: Where's the plane? Yeah. I just want to know where's the plane. I've seen so many plane crashes in fields, and with fuel lossage, um, the fuel lossage, the uh, you know, wings, tails. I thought when they originally showed those uh, that there was a plane there. No. I do remember that. No, there wasn't any footage you've ever seen. There's no plane there. And then especially in regards to the Pentagon with the uh, the rotors and the actual engines not being found and the fact of whether that of the burning point and whatnot. I mean, there's all, there's so much stuff. And, look, I don't say that what these boys have done is completely 100% factual. I oh, don't no. know. I you know I say question everything, but it's just it's just so incredibly odd. Thank you, Nick. I appreciate it. You guys keep doing a great job. Take it easy, guys. All right, we'll see you. It just really is very weird, Dubs. But we're the ones that need to have nuclear weapons and nobody else. Agreed. Thank you. No, I'm not. I'm, I mean, living in America, I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think it's funny how we feel we should be the only ones, though. No one else can have them. Because our government's so stable right now. Well, we're the level-headed group of the uh, of the uh, Of world. the world? Yeah. Thank you for uh, finally realizing that. Hey, whatever. I came around. 
Uh, Dubs, let me ask you, how were you punished as a kid? Um, usually very, very lightly. Yeah, I, I, I've only been spanked a few times um, and slapped across the face like three or four times. The, mo- the, the most harsh punishment I ever got was from uh, my babysitters when I would be taken over to someone's house for the day. And when I'd act up there, I would get my ass kicked. Do you feel like you're better for that? Well, I didn't act up anymore at that place. I kept it nice and low profile. I would go uh, watch soap operas all day. This drives me insane. A Coral Springs father is facing child abuse charges after striking his 12-year-old daughter with belts for lying and not doing her homework. Um, the guy said the punishment was okay because it stated in the Bible it was okay to spank your children. Now, that rationale is a little bit off. But this guy's facing child abuse charges for punishing his kid. When did this happen? When did it become not okay to spank your children? It, they, there was an odd turn, uh, corner that was turned. Was it in I the would, 90s? I would say early 90s, yeah. That, that's when it seems like, like right when I turned about 14 or 15, when you didn't see any kids getting like uh, you know smacked across the face in the uh, grocery store anymore. You didn't see kids uh, getting yelled at by their parents in uh, in public anymore. It was just something where it wasn't socially acceptable anymore. When like it, it seemed like uh, a week ago, you could do it anywhere you wanted to, and no one was going to say anything. Everybody's going to be good. That kid was a brat. And now we've got a nation, uh, or at least a generation, teenagers, you know, and children born since like the early '90s or so, or late '80s who are uh, pusses and who act up and don't respect anybody. Again, How are I... you? Uh... Oh, dude. So here's what happened, I guess. I guess. You don't remember? I was at Texas Tech University as a child because both my parents went there. Mm-hmm. Basketball game. I wanted more popcorn. Shocker. <laughs> and There's not enough butter on this. My dad wouldn't get it for me. I was like two or three. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I start, you know, those little... Um, walkways where you walk from behind where the concessions are mm-hmm. into where you can see the basketball court. Well, we were in that walkway, and I was mad that I couldn't get more uh, uh, popcorn. So I start banging my head <laughs> against the concrete. <laughs> well, I'm starting to all get it now. My dad was so embarrassed by my behavior that he took me home and beat the hell out of me. <laughs> Now, mind you, I'm two or three. I have no recollection of this. I will tell you that I have feared my father as long as I can remember. So, I don't think I was hit too much after that. But when, and I was raised. Eventually, they got a divorce, raised by a single mom. Eventually, if I ever did, did get in trouble, my mom would say, "I'm gonna don't make me call your father." And that- and I would straighten up. So it was a beating that I got very early on in my childhood that made me fear my parents that put me into this whole, okay, I'm going to be good so I don't get another beating. The last spanking I got, I had to be summer before the sixth grade, and I told my uncle, my Uncle Joel, who was cheating at Wiffle Ball, that he sucked. <laughs> and he thought it was funny, so he told my dad like as a joke. Mm-hmm. And my dad didn't think it was so, so funny because it was lack of respect, and he, uh, he whipped me with a belt. And that was the last time I got spanked. But I never got time out. 
I never got any of that crap. No, no, never timeout. I was very, you know, there. It, it was more of like, hey, don't do that again in my house, unless it was something really bad, and I'd get my ass kicked. But uh, with uh, BJ, I remember one time uh, I was, we used to hang out all the time, like, and just go around town and everything, and we, we stayed out kind of late playing basketball at our friend's place. BJ uh, got called home by his dad, and the next day when he came to school, black and blue all over his ass. Because you uh, stayed out too late. Yeah, you broke the uh, the rules. No, no the, the the best story had to have been I was playing softball in my backyard uh, with one of my friends and broke the neighbor's window. Didn't own up to it, ran away, acted acted as if nothing had happened. That's always smart. Yeah. Well, we were young. The neighbor lady comes over later that day and says, "Hey, I think you know your boys were playing softball back and broke my window." My dad wanted me to own up to it. I wouldn't own up to it, so he beat me with an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> took, took the took the the arrowhead off of it and beat me severely with the arrow. I'm ta- I mean, it was it was a vicious beating. And I think that's good. I think you have to use that fear of that that violence to put your kid in check. You know, thinking back on it, I don't agree. I mean, it, I got, you know, my, I took my whoopings when I did, and uh, by here's BJ, definitely took his. But it didn't make us act better, it just made us cover it up better. But you know what, hold on a second, though. Because you kids, even though you have crazy-ass stories, you're not mongrels. You are actually... We are criminals. Yeah, you're... Or mongrels, not criminals. You know, you're not actually awful people when it comes right down to it. Yeah. There are certain things you know you're not going to do. Yes, you may still be crazy... But you're not, you know, you know, you're not, you're not the worst of the society. We just haven't been caught yet. And you have taught us how to uh, cover up very well. That's what I was saying before. Hey, and you have, and you have a little bit of respect for authority, a little bit, Mm -hmm. which a lot of times I think kids nowadays don't because they're not getting whipped. Well, I think everybody's different. I think each individual. I'd agree with that. And some kids can handle it mentally. My brother, my oldest brother, couldn't quite take the beatings. Total psycho. Held, yeah, he a, is a, held a screwdriver up to my neck one night for stealing a CD of his. Well, don't take his flock of seagulls. And I think it was because of the vicious beatings he got as a kid. But I took vicious beatings, and for the most part, turned out okay. Except for drinking other people's beer while wandering around the wing house last night. <laughs> well, yeah. That's, well, that's my dad's alcoholism gene, too. All right, nice. So it's genetic, just like the abusiveness. So you, am I going to beat my kids, probably? You won the lottery, BJ. Brian in Orlando, you're in the hideout. The genetic up? lottery. What's up, Brian? How you doing? How you doing? All right, man. My point kind of ties into the beating, into what you were talking about earlier about the uh, America being the only nation that, that we think we're allowed to have, the, you know, the bombs. Mm-hmm. Think We have kids now that are willing to go into school and, 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 and shoot other kids or teachers for whatever reason that they feel makes them feel good or whatever. Just think, eventually, these same kids are going to grow up and going to run our nation. They're going to they're be our congressmen and presidents. And, and if, they don't, if they don't agree with somebody else, it, they're more likely to push the button. Then, uh, you know, that, that, that's such a small percent of people who go in and shoot people now, at hold schools. On. No, no, hold on, though. Now, Brian has an interesting point, though, and it's not just about shooting up schools, yes. but it's the whole generation of, you disrespected me, yes. now I'm going to physically harm you because you've disrespected me. You know who I blame it on? Who? Ludicrous. All right, it's not all ludicrous as yes. well. And don't blame it on proof, because it another hasn't been thing, enough time. Another thing, I look at it like this. 
I look. I got whippings when I was young. I'm now. I, I'm. I know. Bragger. Uh, a lot of people don't. I, I look at it like this: rules without relationship equals rebellion. A lot of times, parents look at it and don't do this, don't do this. Or they'll beat you or they'll punish you. Not all punishments work the same. Yeah, whippings work for some kids. Timeouts. I don't know too much about timeouts, but other type of punishments work for others. But if you don't have that relationship that goes along with the discipline. You're going to get the rebellious, the people that can't handle whoopings, and they'll go crazy like the screwdriver like you're talking about. All right, Brian, you're a smart dude, man. Good job. Thank you, bro. 407-916-1041. All the points I brought up earlier. Triple eight nine seven. You didn't bring up none of that. Good points. What the hell? All right, let's take a break. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Wednesday night, it's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Father faces charges for allegedly spanking his daughter with a belt. She was twelve too. You mean you figure twelve? Yeah, it's not like he was beating a three-year-old who has no idea what the beating's about. Now that worked for me. Now you think that should be one of the prerequisites, like Brian was saying earlier? The child has to know why they're getting beaten. I mean, anything you beat has to know why you're beating it or it's going to make the same mistakes. Even like when a, a dog... Don't compare Don't compare dogs to children. They're about the same. Less drool from the dog. If you have a dog you uh, you and it poops in the house, you rub its nose in it, and you slap it across the face, and it won't do it again. How come you know why? why? Because we... the poop's on the floor, and he saw it. Why don't, you, why don't we do that with babies? Just when they go... Like, rub their face in it. Well, usually because they go in a diaper. Just take the diaper off and then wrap it around like a gas mask. And just be like, look, see what you made me do? That's less fun for me, then. Hmm. I need it fresh. Sue, you're in the hideout on Roar Radio. What's up, Sue? Hey, how you doing? All right. Well, I was just commenting um, basically from the last uh, caller and uh, in the continuance of what y'all were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, that we're right? I- you're right. About the beatings, yeah. I I grew up um, in a very strict Southern household, and mm-hmm. my dad always was the punisher and the enforcer. And I used to get I used to get whippings all the time. I I got them with the belt too. Like they were pretty severe. And my brother, who is ten years younger than me, almost eleven years younger than me, just never got anything. Like or he never got punished really. And or you got that timeout thing that they're doing now. I guess in a way it was more like they were chilled out, I guess, by the time that 10 years later and they kind of knew what to expect. I don't know. but um, And also maybe because I, I thought, too, because I was a female, my dad might have been more scared. Or attracted. Something. I mm-hmm. have no idea. Attracted. <laughs> but, uh, Sorry. <laughs> I, whoa. I did grow up in the South, though. Oh, yeah, uh, it's true. Uh, <laughs> but basically what I was saying is that, you know, I, I was kind of hard-headed, you know, and I... So was he. No, right. <laughs> now, you know, no, Sue, you know what? You bring up good points about that. Not Look, it's here's the funny thing about it. Just like with anything else, Dubs, and thank you for the phone call, mm-hmm. sweetie. There's no one answer. No. So spanking everybody isn't going to help. Time out for everybody isn't going to help. But it seems that time out is more the trend than spanking. Like the majority, I say, of parents would go, whereas 20 years ago, they do the spanking thing as opposed to a time out. Now I'd say it's more the other way. I had a babysitter that hogtied me with a jump rope. 
There's nothing wrong with that. And that was did a they, timeout. Did they touch you? No, but that... Well, then that, what are you bitching about? No, but I'm saying, you know, if timeout was more like that, where you couldn't use anything, these kids are able just to sit around and do nothing, like you twiddle with their thumbs. I didn't have thumbs to twiddle with. <laughs> I was hogtied. They should have put you in the refrigerator in your backyard. Those appliances that your stepfather would shoot at. Yes. Mullet Joe. Mullet Joe would always have uh, a vast amount of appliances, more than appliance direct, that he would uh, just dump rounds into with his gun. How long did he uh, hold a job for and all the time he was dating your mom? Collectively. Uh, How long did he date your mom? Ten years. Ten years with my mother, and collectively over that ten years he worked uh, five months probably. That's nice. That's good. Mm-hmm. Matt Albert school of uh, working. Yeah. Still working on that five months, though. Yeah, you haven't even reached that yet. Yeah. You barely worked here for three, and that's for free. <laughs> Jack in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jack? Yeah, somebody ought to put all of you punk six feet under, man. You Why? Know, y'all are the most disgusting liberal homos I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> hey, yeah, you're real smart throwing around liberal homos. Uh, you What's you the... don't know me. Express, <laughs> you don't know me, dog. Yeah, I do. I know enough about you. Ex- uh, express yourself. All right, express yourself. What's the problem? And talk you're like right, a human being, not a Neanderthal. Blame, hey, you're blame, Hold on. Talk like a human being, not a Neanderthal. Why are you interrupting me? Talk like a human being. America first. Every time something goes wrong, it's always Bush's fault. You're it just, is. You know, you're con- you won't be happy until some jihadist cuts your head off, and you want to fill this country with Mexicans and have them take it over. I mean, <laughs> you are. You can be further from the truth. Better. I hate Mexicans. Yeah, Dub hates them. Yeah. Listen, it's all pretty obvious exactly where you guys are coming from, and. You're an enemy of America. <laughs> what are you talking about? What kind of a moron are you? I mean, seriously. What type of what am I? Moron. Did you uh, did you get that direct? Was a marine and protected this country. Well, that's after fantastic. Back, that doesn't keep you from being back. a moron. Just because you're a marine, it doesn't keep you from being a moron. Well, just because you're on the radio sh- a radio show doesn't fucking keep you safe. Right, you Adam, can't swear. Out of way to curse you, dumbass. Good job with that. They Calm teach down. you that too. Dumbass. Turn your radio up so you can hear how we dumped you. I'm not going to have him call up and calling us names. Just because you're anything, it doesn't mean that you can't be a moron. Chunks is a radio producer and he's a moron. So just because oh, that's you're. A mor- that's a moron's job. Just because you're in the Marines doesn't mean you can't be a moron. Going around labeling people, saying that I'm a fan of this, that, and the other, and I won't be happy until I have my head cut off. No, Matt won't be happy until you have your head cut off. That's what he's trying to say. What a dick. I'm talking about Matt. Seriously, what a jerk, man. I mean, it's people like that, and it's thinking like that. Hey, I'm sorry if I like to look around and get a perspective that's not just of the United States. We're, what, about to be 300 million people, and there are 6 billion people on this earth? Why don't you open your eyes a little bit? Why don't you take a look around? We're not always right, dude. Sometimes we are, but we're not always right. There's an entire world out there. It doesn't just go, the world doesn't just go from California to Maine. There's a lot more. I think we need to calm down, and uh, I have the perfect... uh... Remedy that'll make everybody happy here. If I leave here tomorrow, makes the red states happy and the blue states happy. This is our this is our bridge. <laughs> I just hate guys like that. And then throwing down the marine card. 
I'm not going to bow to that, dude. That doesn't mean that you're not a dumbass. There are dumbasses in every single profession. Like, you know more. Let's get a world perspective, ladies and gentlemen. Because we're living in the world. This big globe of ours. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-418-978-1041. Heretics.net as well. It's the Hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs in here. Matt Albert. Vicarious BJ who came over to give me a massage. Thanks. To, to calm me down. <laughs> During the commercial break. Bailey in Titusville, you're in the hideout. What's up, Bailey? Hey, guys. Uh, first, I want to say, what, you know, WTF to you guys. You left us up in D.C., man. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. JFK sucks. You know, Don and Mike haven't been the same since Don's wife died and Stern left. And well, I... Got anything to listen to up there, you oh, know? Oh, I still love Don and Mike. I actually subscribe to the podcast. I think his show's still very good. But thank you very much, Bailey. What's going on, man? Yeah, well, I'm being transferred down to, Florida, down to Fort Lauderdale, so I was just passed through there and heard you guys, so I had a call, but... You know, I got I got my ass kicked all the time by my parents as a kid. You know, I do the, I just look at them wrong. They take a switch to me so fast. You know, it was ridiculous. But I don't think it harmed me. It actually made me better because I'm, I'm the same way with my daughter. She she acts up the slice little bit. I don't have a problem in public or in home. I pop her in the ass and tell her to stop. Ew. No. <laughs> did they did they make you pull your own switch, your parents, when you were uh, getting the spankings? Oh God! When I was 13, my dad told me to go get the switch, and I got a rock instead, and I should have got the switch because he beat the crap out of me for that one. With a rock? Was that sarcastic? Or... <laughs> uh, thank you, know. you, Bailey. I appreciate okay. it, man. I appreciate you, you finding us too. Keep up with us on the podcasting on iTunes. Like I keep up with Don and Mike. Um, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. How are you going to discipline your children? Are you going to wait and see? You know, it's easy to say now that I'll hit them or spank them or do anything like that, which I, that's how I feel right now. But it, it, it will be a judgment call on when the time comes. And I'm sure there will be plenty of times when I want to, just like with my girlfriend. It works for her, though, right? Yeah, well, the, the problem is you can't leave any marks nowadays. You have to work the ribs. <laughs> Blame it on asthma. But she can't walk upstairs. No, Phone books. <laughs> Orange in the sock. Stop. <laughs> That's what I've heard. Oh, by the way, the women from now, Orlando. Yeah, <laughs> they'll be in in just about an hour. I'm sure they'll be excited about that. Uh, Moose and Altamont, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Moose? Hey, what's up, gentlemen? Love the show, guys. Thank you. Uh, just want to let you guys know, uh, on a quick side note, I grew up in Florida, and my parents would whip my ass with anything they could get their hands on. Mm-hmm. I got Tongues. I got beaten with a piece of drywall one time when my mom and dad were having their house built. I don't even remember what I did. <laughs> drywall, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was it was available and my mom's hands were long enough. Right. <laughs> but no, I was letting chunks know I, I just saw a kid, man, it, had I grown had this been me at thirteen years old, I would be getting beaten outside of the C V S that's just down the street from where uh Matt Albert was at last night. Little kid locked his mom out of the car and was just having a complete ball with it. Oh. Mothers berating him, screaming at the car, yelling at him, like pointing, counting to three, and the kid just could have cared less. Was in the car playing a Nintendo and <laughs> right the, the empty countdown. On the finger. Oh no, absolutely. Thank you, Moose. Appreciate the phone call, bro. Uh, that countdown would have ended with my mom breaking the side window and just just snatching me out and cutting me with the glass. No, it would. That's exactly what my like. If I'd ever thought, I couldn't even imagine. 
like doing that to my parents. Like even the thought of it uh, makes me squirm. Yeah. But you're right. It would have ended up in a broken window <laughs> and a broken tailbone at the very least. She would have called family members over to kick my ass. Right. Just <laughs> along with her. Who else wants a turn? <laughs> Some bitch needs it. Just hung you up like a pinata. You know what I mean? Maybe that's not so bad. Just hanging in a boat with a pinata. And oddly enough, probably candy would fall out of Matt. Mm hmm. <laughs> Wiffle ball bat. Why don't we do that with you, Matt? Half how about a, to caramel. How about on Cinco de Mayo? We put you up. We can, oh, wait a second. We can't. Now it would look too bad. We're in, we're in, yeah. we're in we the South. We can't string you up. I'm we, can't, sorry. we can't string up Matt. <laughs> That's political correctness. All right, Chunks, you're you're the pinata this year. <laughs> Sorry. What, BJ? I'm I'm driving through Fowlerville a couple weeks ago, and a couple kids, probably junior high level kids, were yelling at me, just you know, just being being idiots, you know. And I'm wondering if that has to do, if that trend has to do with what you brought up earlier, the pussification of America. Right. If the kids aren't being disciplined in the, the way they were, you know, say ten years ago. You should have done it then. Well, when you and I would walk the streets of Fowlerville when we were younger, mm-hmm. if we would have yelled at kids, they would have jumped out and um, they would have whooped us. I mean, of course, they would have beat Fowlerville. us up. It's, it's tough streets. Everybody knows. Everybody in the neighborhood knows that's uh, that's Johnson from Hibbard Street. <laughs> but I'm saying that's Gregory. not the case anymore. These the kid no, that doesn't happen anymore. So Look I'm wondering if that has to do with the trend of sounding like a whole bunch of old fogies sitting on our porch bitching about the children. <laughs> 28, 25. Max in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Max? Hey, guys. What's going on? Great show tonight. Thank you, brother. Hey, I wanted to talk about a couple of things. Uh, first off, um, my mom did all the beating when I was uh, when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and my dad was pretty much, it was like, you know, grabbing the red phone. That was like, you know, that was the worst. Right. And uh, there, was, uh, there was one time when uh, I did something really stupid. I was crying and just being a big baby. My dad pulled me aside and he told me uh, if he ever saw me cry again, he was going to beat me and I would never forget it. I was I was straight till then. Uh, for ever since then, that was that was it. That's all I needed to hear. Here's the thing, boy. Don't show your emotions. You show <laughs> exactly. your emotions. Uh, exactly. You will end up in the ER. All right. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Max. Yeah. Not a smile, not a frown. Oh, what's the other thing you had? Go ahead. Uh, the other thing is um, that my my dad actually just retired from the Marine Corps. Thirty years. Uh, great guy. Um, you know. Why did he call I'm, me I'm, a name earlier then? What's that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, no, that was. <laughs> The, the thing is, the, the Marines and stuff, you know, they're trying to do a certain job, and they have to believe in what they do to win. But, you know, one of the best things about this country is being able to voice your opinion. No, I got and, you. And I wasn't running uh, down Marines. That's I'm just saying, when, yeah. I, when I was talking to that guy, I'm just like, bro, you That's, can't, you know. He, he was looking at it. He was definitely looking at it from one perspective. But I, I love you guys' show because you guys encourage people to think differently. And that's one of the best things about it. And he, he's got to understand that, too. But, you know, I mean, the, the show is great, and I'm glad that, you know, there's... Thank you. you guys can thank you, sweetheart. Right, Appreciate that, You're guys. a beautiful man. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Hot. Sweet thighs. Mm-hmm. All right, here's uh. Give me a Woody. Matt Albert's dad in the hideout on Road Radio. Hello? Dad? <laughs> Hello? Mm. Wow. Just like your parenting skills, not there. Huh? Absent. Wow, that was... Uh, I bet I can get him to answer, though. That's probably the best phone call we've ever gotten. I have the best way to get him to answer. Uh, Dad, I need some money. Dad, I need some money. Oh. Oh. Oh, well. Well. 
Andre in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. That's just really sad. Go ahead, Andre. Good evening, everybody. How you doing? It's my first time calling you guys. I heard you uh, on the other shows. and uh, you Thank know, you. Uh, I just moved down here to Orlando, and I'm enjoying hearing your radio. Appreciate it. And I want to throw in my two cents on this topic because I've been hearing about it all day. These whippings, a lot of these kids are out of control, and they need a good kick in the ass sometime, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying right? to break the kid's neck and, you know, cause too much abuse or anything like that, but, you know. I, when I was growing up, I grew up in the Bronx, and my mother used to tear my behind apart. If, if I got caught <laughs> doing something in school, I remember one time I failed a class in school. They called my mom from work. When I got home from work, I, I mean, when she got home from work, I knew not to even have the television on, no games, oh, yeah. nothing. Oh, no, absolutely, too. That's a, and, and, you know, you're right on on that one as far as... You knew if you did something wrong, and I forgot about grades. Man, if my gra- if I got anything below an A, mm-hmm. it was an ass whooping when I was coming up through elementary and middle school. All right, Andre, you bring up a good point. Should every should every kid be hit or beaten at least once? Maybe you don't use that as your tactic every time, mm-hmm. but you do it at least once. What do you In think? In the extreme moment. Yeah. What do you think, Andre? Yeah, I, and, and, yeah just to get the, the know that you shouldn't do these certain things. You know, you, you your parents. I mean, you know, you got a lot of households that are not two parent households anymore. Right. So you know, mom is either working and she got to leave with the babysitter. Different you know mm-hmm. situations. But you need a good pop in the ass to get them straight. My own son now, he knows I don't have to beat her or anything like that. Just my voice alone. Right. Oh like, yeah. Listen, get this done right now. You know, when I was going to Boston, one other thing. My mother, used to, when she used to work a lot, she used to leave me to babysitter's house. She had five kids of her own. And we used to all do all kinds of things, get in trouble. She used to separate the girls from the boys, put us in a room, get a belt and soak it in water, and commence tearing us. The belt, all you see is leather flying. And I used to threaten her, so I'm going to tell my mama. She said, well, good. When she comes, I'll beat her ass, too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Andre. I appreciate right, it. Thank you. I like that guy. Maybe, and you know why you do it? Well, you know why you beat your kid just once? Just so, just so they know you well. Just to establish superiority. <laughs> just to dominance. Like, just like the lion would do to the cub. You know what I mean? You just got to remind them who's boss. I thought that was to scare the mom into doing what you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, this isn't about. This is gonna happen to you next. No, that's if you're the boyfriend. That only works. Not if you're the you know, husband. Oh, it's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> Coming up next on The Hideout. I'm sure those girls, those ladies from now are real excited about coming in on this show. Are they getting topless or what? <laughs> the Hideout. Well, take, continue to take your phone calls and take it. Just kind of run down the whole Britney Spears broken, cracked head of her baby, allegedly, next in The Hideout. Surprise from that family. The Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Uh, I just can't believe this is real. Welcome back to the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Did you forward me that email? Yeah. Oh, hold on. I haven't send yet. There you go. Toasty stuff. You're in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. What's up, guys? You guys were talking about grades and punishment. Um, right now, um, I'm not even supposed to be on the phone because I got a bad grade in school. But, you know, I got to get my opinion on the hideout because I love the show. Thank you. But, yeah, um, uh, my dad won't really physically punish me, but if I mess with my brother, that's when he um, gets mad at me. For example, one Was your brother time, retarded? Huh? Your brother retarded? Uh, no, he's just really annoying. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, one time he was being a total ass. I was trying to be on the phone, mm-hmm. and uh, he wouldn't leave me alone. So at night, I go into his room, and I completely duct-taped him up. I, like, mummified him. <laughs> 
And my dad got mad at me because my little brother started complaining about Abe ripping his hairs off and he, it hurt, supposedly. Right. My dad made me stand still while my little brother repeatedly duct taped and peeled tape off my legs. And my legs are really hairy. I'm Hispanic. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, here's the thing, though. That's almost... That's actually kind of good when I think about it, Toasty stuff. When you just leave it up to, like, eye for an eye kind of thing. Yeah. We're going to do that in the hideout. Let's get some duct tape and duct tape by Curious BJ. Put him in his skivvies. Have him strip down to his skivvies and then duct tape him from head to toe. You down with that? By Curious BJ mummy. While the now girls are here. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> well, it's not an option. We're going to do it. No, hey, if I'm gonna be putting pop rocks in my ass, I think uh, I can. Hold on, hold on, no. I, I had to dump it. You can't. You guys have been saying that all day. No, 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 no. You have to say it differently. You have to say tomorrow you're gonna get a pop rock enema. It's different. A pop. Okay. You so tomorrow, you, tomorrow you're doing a pop rock cinema tonight. <laughs> we're gonna have you. We're gonna have you do the. Uh, the mummy thing. Ow, ow. All right, Dub, somebody emailed this to you, and it says, uh, J-Dub, I'm no political science, but the answer to your question as to why we're the only country who should have nuclear weapons is because we're the only nation who probably wouldn't use them. True. We're the only nation that has. Wow, then you can't, can't equate that. Allegedly. No, it happened. <laughs> It's all over the History Channel. It has to be true. Don't know about your facts. Not Hefe, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's up, Not Hefe? What's up, dude? Go ahead. Um, I'm DJ. I was just calling about the uh, the whole beating thing. Mm -hmm. When I got here, I got here at about nine years old, and at about 12, I realized that there's a little thing called HRS that you can call your parents on if they abuse you. I managed to do that with my mom, and um, I, I called HRS on her. About a week Just later... Call HRS on your shirt. That thing's strangling you right now. <laughs> anyway, no, um, so she flew me down to Dominican Republic with her, and in the airport, I got the worst ass beating that I've ever gotten in my entire life. So she flew you to going. another. She flew you to another country to beat your ass. Yeah, she flew me back to DR. Can she do because that now? That way, that way she couldn't call HRS on. Or I couldn't call HRS on her. All right, you know that is kind of a dick move to call the cops on your parents when you know you probably did something wrong. Oscar in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Go ahead, Oscar. Hey, how you doing, guys? All right, dude. You know, uh, the last two, the last two callers from New York, mm -hmm. they really didn't clue you in on what would be worse because uh, in New York City, if you were unlucky enough to go to parochial school, mm -hmm. oh, forget it, dude. They they don't have regular teachers. They have nuns and brothers. I don't know if you're familiar with that term. I have heard about uh, nuns. And the brothers word just scares me. Uh, yeah. yeah, but I heard that nuns will just deliver an ass whooping like nobody's business. Oh, dude, let me tell you something. Way back when, in the 60s or early 70s, mm -hmm. they used to have something. It was like a paddle, but it was made out of uh, a shoe sole leather. I don't know if you guys are familiar with cat paw, whenever you uh, used to have a shoe repair. Mm -hmm. Nah, but go ahead. It was basically just a leather strap that was probably about a quarter thick. Mm -hmm. thick. They used to whip you with that. The bro they are allowed to smack the bejesus out of you. Now, who are the brothers? I thought they were the brothers the putting the bejesus in you. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> the brothers are basically Franciscan brothers. They're kind of like the male version of what sisters are. Oh, okay. 
Okay, they're like a notch or two below uh, a padre or a priest. But the thing is, is that uh, I remember one kid threw a paper airplane out the window. Mm-hmm. The guy actually started slapping the bejesus out of this kid. He basically went from one corner of the room all around the room until he ended up back in his seat. All right, now, see, and thank you, Oscar, for the phone call. I miss the good old days of being able to give spankings at school. You know, I bet that's what started it. First, you couldn't give spankings at school. Then it eventually bled over to you can't hit your kid at home. <clears throat> Early 90s, I'm willing to say. Yeah? Early 90s. It seems about right. It seems when I, I noticed it. All right, we got to get to this story. So child welfare officials and sheriff deputies visited Britney Spears' home in California because her infant son was accidentally dropped from a high chair. Maybe they were dancing the song. Apparently the nanny was lifting him from the high chair. Something snapped and he fell. Uh, Though a doctor examined the house, K-Fed and Spears took the baby to the emergency room to have him examined six days later because I guess the baby was sleeping too much. (laughs) The baby wouldn't wake up. All right, let me ask you. Does this poor kid already have two strikes against it because of its mom and dad? And now the dropping is a third? I just turned this up. I mean, this kid is going to have to grow up looking at its mom making out with Madonna. Mm-hmm. And then hearing dad shoot appliances in the backyard while listening to his own music. This is more abuse than any uh, any kid that's ever taken but from a beating. Every time we turn this song on, Dubs, Matt, and By Curious PJ all stand up and start dancing. It must be a hit. It really does make your feet move. Hey, what is... Now, aren't these tumbles and stuff good for your kid? Like, falling off and, like... Hitting its head after it falls out of a high chair. No. Isn't that stuff that makes it a strong kid? No, it's actually very bad for him. Especially on the head. The head isn't developed. It's six months old and it has to be developed. No, it's just like any uh, animal out in the wild. That's why they keep them in a nest. We don't keep them in a nest long <laughs> enough. We should build some kind of odd uh, baby clothes nest. And not let them out of it till they're two. Is that the problem, Chunks and Matt? You guys were let go too early, and that's why you have nests that you sleep in now? <laughs> Probably. I was dropped on my head a couple of times, but I had an afro, so kind of protected me. Like a nice squishy ball up there? Yeah. Just absorbed the compact? I was basically born with an afro. I could see that. <laughs> was it gray like it is now at 21? <laughs> no, it was pure black. And patchy? <laughs> How the hell were you born with an afro? How are I've you... seen that happen. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, when I was born, this is awful. So my mom told me when I was born, my dad, I came... You came rolling out like the Critters movie? (laughs) Did a SWAT roll out. (laughs) Here's the thing. (laughs) Kinda. I was as hairy as the Critter. They said I came out and I looked like a little ape because I had hair all over my body. Ladies and gentlemen, your kid, Kong. And I had it... (laughs) 
and my head was misformed like a, like an arrow. And so my dad used to go around singing "Me and My Arrow." What's and, "Me and My Arrow"? But then my mom said, "I guess it was some song in the seventies." Mm. And so then, like after I was born, my body fur. And it was completely all over me. They were really actually kind of worried about it. You might want to been one of those wolf men that you see every once in a while? It actually shed. Like, it all fell off within the first 12 hours. The body fur just came off. And now it's back. <laughs> They're and... like gremlins. Once they put water on you, it all came off, and you got really scaly. Born a little gizmo. Mm-hmm. I love that gizmo. There's something about Gizmo. If I could have sex with one fictional creature, it would be Gizmo. What? You I can't did. say you wouldn't do it. It's very childlike. What's wrong with you? You kid toucher. I'd go with the Care Bear. I mean, they're soft. They're you know probably snuggle you afterwards. You but imagine, imagine those noises Gizmo would make. That's so big. I'm gonna touch a kid. You guys are plushies. And. <laughs> Ferverts. <laughs> I would seriously bang a Care Bear. All right. Let's go get one. <laughs> or an e or actually, Ewoks kind of creep me out. All right, let's go get a Care Bear. The girls from now are going to be here in 45 minutes. You can do it right in front of them. Do a little show. We got software doing a film in the documentary. How about you and Bi Curious BJ use a Care Bear for a wobbly H? Nice. It's the crossbar. <laughs> What the hell's wrong with you, dude? What? All right, out Don't of the, be upset. Out of the 80s, your favorite fictional character favorite in fictional? a movie? Well, that, that'd definitely be Gizmo. But uh, second to Gizmo, I would have to uh, say 80s fictional. E.T. Right, is that because you used to point at black people in Walmart yes. and say E.T.? Yes. God, you're racist. <laughs> you're a fervert. <laughs> Right, what about, you didn't like Johnny Five? Oh, yeah, I did like... Uh, Short Circuit? Short Circuit. All right, what would you rather have sex with? Johnny Five or Gizmo? Gizmo. Johnny Five would be fun, because it would learn what you like really quick. It had that, that fast knowledge on him. And I know you you're... Could, you could fly through a book like that, and I, you could read me like a book. I know you're into toys, too. Toys? Mm, I've heard. I've seen that chest in your closet. <laughs> Just set him right against the bacon strip and tell him to uh, read to me. <laughs> oh. Do a burnout with those tread tires he has there. See? You've thought about this. What about you, Matt Albert? Your favorite, not sexual, but like just your favorite 80s fictional movie thing. Uh, I would seriously bang a Care Bear. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, no. Congratulations. I'd probably say Johnny Five. Someone we haven't mentioned yet. Uh, Chitara. Who's Chitara? She was on uh, Thundercats. Ah, that's not a movie, though. And also, I would bang her. Thundercats were gay. Well, how are they gay? Did you see the unitard they wore? It's better than He-Man. He-Man was full-on queer. <laughs> what makes no, you say that? not when he turned into He-Man. Maybe when not, when Battle Cat and He-Man got together, that was a butch group. Now, they were a little femme when they weren't uh, having all their powers. Them and the Transformers, totally gay. Transformers weren't gay? What's wrong with you? Well, Gargamel was definitely a mo. Optimus Prime was a top. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's, it's in his name. 
How? Where? I don't hear it. He's the optimal top. Op Topman's top prime. Yeah. George Napopka, you're in the hideout. What's up, George? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, dude. Hey, man, I'm driving down the road and, you know, trying to get a visual of all you guys. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Sorry. Put the put the voice with the name or the face, you mm -hmm. know, and uh, Matt Albert was talking about coming out looking like, uh, you know, with the afro. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to picture it. And all I keep seeing is my ex-wife laying on the bed, man. <laughs> I feel oh. bad for you, then. Oh, that's wow. awful. Yeah, look just like she had Don King in a scissor lock. Oh, exactly. that's so dirty, dude. It, I'm sorry, I had to hang up on you. That was too much. <laughs> wow. I can imagine if uh, Matt was a chick, it would be all in kept, though. I'm sure it is now. <laughs> yeah. Just matted. <laughs> With Cheetos down there. <laughs> <laughs> Fur from plushies just strewn about down there. You have to call in a wildlife federation to clean it up like it's a seal that's been in some kind of oil accident. Got a Smokey the Bear sign down there. Bring in Michael Brown and FEMA. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday night, it's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1 Hideout Door Price Blowout coming up. And your opportunity to win some more prizes, including Predator tickets, Orlando Magic tickets. A lot of stuff going on here in the Hideout on a Wednesday night. John, in your car. What's up, John? Hey, hey what's up, guys? Uh, love your show. Thank Listen you. to it basically every night. Perfect. I got weird hours, so uh, anyway, uh, speaking of weird, you guys are talking about, you know, whatever with Gizmo and whatnot. Yeah, Dubs wanting to have sex with him. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's kind of effed up, but then I was thinking, you know, I've always, I don't know. What? I've always, I've always uh, thought about, uh, you know, tagging Scooby-Doo, and, uh, and when I come to think about it, I've actually got a great Dane as a pet. Well, I've never You're normal. It. That's fine. That's a uh, that's, that's a normal thought. Most pet owners will have tags for their dogs. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah but you guys are telling me that, so. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll t I'm not gonna. You are. I love you and thank you for listening to the show. You're a uh, maniac. Why? And you please go put that dog in a home before you I've rape it. No, no, no. Listen, I've never groped my rope or anything to my dog or uh, yet. Not your dog, but Scooby Doo. Let me ask yeah. you: If it wasn't your dog, would you? Now, wait, hold on. Hold on, let him answer. Can I email you that response? <laughs> no. Hold on. No, I wouldn't. No, but uh, I was thinking about it. You know, I was like, I don't know. Now, when, when, when you use Scooby-Doo as a fantasy. Oh, I've always, I've always, I've always, because he's big. Now he's big. Right? Now, when, uh, when you're doing that though, uh, are you thinking? It's of, almost like uh, being with a midget. Are, are you thinking of you with him or him with like Thelma? Uh, no, it's always it's always uh, Daphne. She's the hot one. Yeah. Daphne, no, that you know, the hell with Thelma. She's she's gross. No, I hear. You. Hey, thank you, John. And here's the thing, you don't need help. You're no, you're okay. fine. Yeah, thank you're you, good. buddy. Keep on living the dream. I wonder if you would do Scrappy. Damn it. No, come on. That's a uh, beastie pedophilia. Beastophilia. That's just the pedobeast. It's just really. <laughs> that should be my my superhero name, Pedobeast. 
right, it's, let's analyze the question, though. Mm-hmm. Velma or Daphne? Velma. What? You're kidding, right? No. You, I think there are some huge knockers under this sweater. You'd never be able to touch them. She was so uptight. <laughs> I think you go Daphne all the way. Daphne, you don't know what you're going to get, though. She's, she's so hot, she'll just lay there. Sometimes you just like that. Almost, I like to lay there. Yeah, but sometimes it's like, you know, it's a corpse. Oh, and we're the weird ones. You, come on! You want to bang a dead person. At least my thing's alive and breathing. I didn't breathing. say wanna. You're talking about Gizmo, and he's saying Scooby-Doo. I'm glad that was off. I'm glad your microphone was off. Well, would that be Necro bestiality? Yes, it would, and enough. Now you've taken it to another level, BJ. And Scooby can't die. He's a drawing. Have you ever thought about that, too? Hmm. Don't you wish that we were cartoon characters so we would live on forever? Instead, we do radio where it's like, once you do it, it's done, it's over with. Mm-hmm. We don't get repeats and uh, residuals. Let me ask you, how come they don't do that in radio? Let's we say, get paid for our off days? and Well, let's say you have your entire like category of shows and stuff, because you have mm-hmm. mixtapes, best ofs, all of that. Once you retire, how come they don't play that kind of stuff on the weekends, like in syndication, like in the olden days? Because they'll put 80s shows on, or shows from the 90s. Why wouldn't they do that with radio? We're going to start that. We invented it. Hoo-hoo. That's our thing now. From now on, when we retire, or even if we happen to leave the market, just replaying the old stuff. Yeah, sell that to the weekends. Just give Think us a about check. that for a second, though. And JFK, they got nothing going on on the weekends. Why wouldn't they run the uh, mixtapes from D.C. or the hideout on a Saturday afternoon? It's something. It's different. It's not infomercials. I'm too smart for this business. It's time to get out. Do something else. Go sell Red Bulls around Central Florida. It's lucrative. I need to find a nice picture of Gizmo. Stop, bro. I, really... I seriously am looking for one. Ken in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Ken? How's it going, guys? All right. Good. Uh, well, I do agree with you that Gizmo is a sexy little beast. I think that the baddest uh, 80s character would have to be Falcor from The NeverEnding Story. Oh, which one was that? The dog? The flying Dog yes, dragon. The, the flying dog with the big fluffy ears and the nice pouty eyes. Here's the thing. Yes. Uh, no, Ken, no. Why? That dog's big enough to take care of himself. You want, I'm you, asking you now to just stop. I'll tell you what. That that dog wouldn't take it if, unless he wanted it. And that's a fact. That dog can talk. He can, uh, he can say yes or no. <laughs> All right, let me ask you something. And this is just really in a weird... This is pot talk. Mm-hmm. Would it be wrong if the animal could talk and consent? I just imagine we're in some freaky world. No. Why would it be wrong? We're uh, just in another place, okay? And the animal can consent. I say that. And, it- and then in doggy years, you're cool like after two and a half. <laughs> Now you're getting into a whole sick area. I don't appreciate about. it. But that big flying dog would be fun. 
Just riding on them. It's the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Here we go, light them up, hey, hideout. And after this, we'll do the hideout door prize blowout. 407-916-1041, It's the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Start off with K. John and Maitland. Go ahead, man. Yeah, um, this is going to sound kind of weird, but when okay. I was uh, 11 or 12, I used to pretend I was a Pikachu, and uh, I used to take my Pikachu plushie and grind against it in bed. <laughs> All right, thank you. That's what happens. Normal. That's what happens when you get unscreen phone calls. That guy sounds like Sally. 407-916-1041. Uh, let's go to Matt in Palm Bay. You're in the hideout. What's up, Matt? Hey. Go ahead. What's going on, guys? Yo. How much? Uh, I just got back. And I'm wondering what the hell's going on with this. I mean, I don't want to respect disrespect you guys, but what happened to Drew? Uh, he is doing mornings over at Jack FM. At you can what? find him there. Yeah, Jack FM. Look him up. Mm-hmm. He's still no, on the I'm air. Being serious. No, no, seriously, he's yeah. doing mornings right now. Yeah, we are too. We've been here. Not here though. 366 days uh, now. We just have got you. Here. Yep. I yes. left. I left for Iraq a year ago. Hey, let a me. Bit over. Let me ask you something about Iraq. Yeah. Uh, you, would you say that the television coverage is fair or not? Uh, I don't know. I didn't see much of the television television coverage, but what my parents told me. So, I guess probably not. <laughs> I had a way to have an opinion, even though uninformed. Thank you, uh, and good luck going and finding him. Show still hack. Uh, let's go to Terry and Daytona. You're next up in the hideout. What's up, Terry? Hi. How are you? All right. Uh, this is the first time I've ever listened to you guys. I've been mm-hmm. listening to 104 for Sorry, 12, I, 13 years. i got to say this, man. I really apologize. Tonight's the first night. We've been all over the place. Uh, you probably have I a very, understand that. You have but, a very skewed perspective, considering Dubs admitted he would uh, have sex with Gizmo. No, that's a normal show. <laughs> You're right. That's Actually, it's about par. Yeah, okay. so. We've just done that. Yeah, go ahead. What's up, Terrence? Go ahead, Terry. I I called about the beating with mm-hmm. the kids. Mm-hmm. And I and I need to let you know. Like I said, I'm 57. Mm-hmm. Been around a while, and back in my day, late 50s, early 60s, my father used to beat me with a garden. Oh, I'm parlo- I'm sorry. You can say that with a with a garden hose. And I'm gonna tell you, that hurts. A garden hose, especially to... if it's the end where the water would come out, the little metal no, thing. No, it wasn't. It was just. Oh, what do you? Complain? You just put a kink in it and whoop you with it. No, he just cut off piece. Ah, oh damn! Uh, I'm not going to go elaborate too much. I mean, we had a real tough time, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to show you where this went. If you, if you've got a second here, go for it. Uh, this usually was about twice a week, mm-hmm. and in '66 I uh, joined the service just to get the hell away from me. Mm-hmm. So I spent three years in nine. I was supposed to go four. And I got wounded and come home. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> when the first time I saw him after I got home, uh, Spit in to your this face? day I don't know what he did. He either raised his hand, which I thought he was going to hit me, or scratch his head. But I laid him out on the ground. Whoa! You punched your own father. Yep. Well, now since then, it's all right. Let it out. We get along real good. Mm-hmm. But it took about. 15 years before we started getting along real good. After you punched him? I've also been through four wives, 
And I'm really not a violent person. I'm just a, like to defend myself, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and We're not here to I, judge you, Terry. I'm listening to you guys know today, and the stories that are coming in, and I'm going, you know, I'm not sure it's the right thing to beat kids. Uh, or really fathers? Don't. I'm sorry. Or fathers? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And well, geez. I mean, I, I'm not getting into real heavy with you, but uh, he was a real... He was a real mean man. Mm -hmm. He touched you? And right now, he, he's 86 years old. He's still alive and uh, cuts wood up in Maine. And, Let uh, me ask you. He's 86 yes, now? I'm sorry? He's 86 right now in Maine? Yes, sir. You ever imagine just, you know, doing a little coke, staying up all night, driving up to Maine from Florida, getting there in the middle of the night, grabbing a nice pillow, smothering <laughs> him? Yeah. Yes, I have. And... Uh, uh, in fact, I was thinking about doing it in June, but I can't because of my health. Mm. Can't make Quite it all frankly. the way up there. Otherwise, you get up there smothering with a pillow. <laughs> well, I don't think it's that bad. But no. I just, I don't know if I said it right. And, and no, you did. Anyway, you did. Because I usually don't do these talk show things. No, but you, you know what? You, you touched a... Uh, a nerve. Let me tell you this, Terry. Yeah, and like I said, it's the first time I've ever listened to you guys. And You're going to listen for a lot. i to Phillips and the Monsters and... Uh, now you found new buddies. For, long time but uh i'm sitting here listening to you guys and you touch a nerve you did mm -hmm. all right well thank uh, you and hey here's the thing you did a great job in your first phone call to the hideout let's give it to well you. i appreciate it and i appreciate you guys listening to me for a minute. all right we'll talk to you terry take care bye stick up oh come on Jesus. i could understand where he's coming from crazy bastard I was just hoping he really did want to go, go on a coke binge up to Maine and smother his uh, old man. Kidding? You ever think about that sometimes? What, killing my father? No, you're just like laying there next to your chick. She's asleep. You're awake. You can't go to sleep. She's been bitching at you all day. You, just, you know, all I'm going to take is a little pillow. Accident. Sleep apnea took her. I'm sure your chick probably <laughs> thinks that about you all the time. Mm -hmm. What, BJ? I just I've thought that before. Really? <laughs> With your mom, who looks like an Ewok, ironically enough? No, to no. To bring the conversation the, around full circle? No, uh, the, the, the Razorback. What's the Razorback? Come on, we've talked about her on the air before. I don't know what a Razorback is. My girlfriend from Arkansas? Ah. Oh, with her? Ah, I gotcha. You thought about just smothering just her? Kind of laying there. Look that, over. After a long day of nagging and just look at her and just say, you know, oh, man. Yeah. You're a five. I shouldn't be even considering <laughs> dating you. I can't believe where I've put my thing on you. <laughs> I have truly settled in life, and now I want to kill you. You At that point, you should just get a pillow and smother yourself. <laughs> yeah, I've been with half of Amsterdam, so. What? Andre. Oh, yeah. Yeah, huh? that's true. So I'm in I'm in trouble. Yeah, the pillow thing sounded pretty good for myself now. Paulie and Claremont, it? you're in the hideout. That too. Hey, hideout. Hey, buddy. Great first year. Oh, look thank forward, you. Look forward to many more. Appreciate mm -hmm. it. Me too. Hey, uh, just first of all, give me two or whatever Terry was on. <laughs> that poor guy is bearing his soul, man. Let him, <laughs> man. Let him do his thing. Hey, listen, on the topic of the kids, mm -hmm. beat them all. 
I, Teach them all respect. Here's the thing. I think you have to hit the kid at least once. At least once in his life so he knows that we're the parent. He's the kid. When he's 18, he can do what he wants. And, then, and here's the thing. You don't hit him when he did something bad. You do hit him when he did something really good. Right. You know? And just so confuse just com- him. Completely mess him up. Yeah, nowadays, do they know the difference? Uh, I guess that's true, too. My kid goes three for four with a game-winning home run. Nice little shot in the nose. Mm-hmm. And then it can be like Terry with his dad. Whenever the kid's superior, punch and, you back. And here's the thing. He would never be able to call anybody on you because he did it for no reason. And they, they would need a reason why you hit him. There's no reason why I would hit him. He hit himself. Maybe that's what it is. You just hit people out of, uh, just randomly. Mm-hmm. No, that way you, do, you beat your kid up and then you draw a backward uh, SWAT stick on their forehead and then say they did it in an airport bathroom In the themselves. bathroom, yes. Like Morton Downey. <laughs> Just for those of you that didn't get that reference, <laughs> most of our uh, most of our uh, audience is pretty young, so I guarantee they didn't. Screw you, then grow up, be older. I I vaguely remember Morton Downey Jr. I remember it. It was pathetic. What? You didn't like his show? No, his show was okay, but just that whole incident. I got beat up by skinheads. They he, looked like BJ in the bathroom. Wasn't he just the original um, uh, Springer, essentially? Yeah, I remember the first. Sit out there smoking. Yeah, the first time I saw his show, it was just zip it. And then, and I was like, what the hell is this show? I didn't even know what was going on. They beeped so much stuff out. You can't flip it. You can't whip it. You zip it. I just, I remember, um, who was the other guy? Richard. Richard Bay. Yeah, Richard Bay. Did you guys ever see that show? No. Oh, my God. That show was great. They would, uh, they do like what the monsters did. Uh, they have the girl sit in pudding, and then she would put her ass on paper. Nice. And they had, like, obese chicks on all the time. <laughs> it was the greatest show ever. I never heard of this Richard Bay show. It was on a WOR9 in New York. Oh, wow. It was just like total... Like, you think the talk shows we have today are like just trash? This was... Made this stuff look like, you know, uh, upper class stuff. It was just crap. It was awful. And and wonderful. Yeah, it sounds awesome. It was. Why isn't this on DVD? And they they would have like the girls like the freakishly huge breasts like the porn star ones mm-hmm. and stuff and you know and then everyone would fight and yell at them and call them whores and stuff. All right, let's take a break and come back. Hey, the now women are here, by the way. Oh, great! Uh, I'm sure they've just been truly excited by what they've heard on the show so far. They're kind of hot. And of course they are. Why do you think we invited them in? And we respect them for their minds. We'll take a break though. <laughs> we'll boobs. come. We'll come back and we'll do the hideout door prize blowout. Uh, BJ and the Dove, did they do it? 407-916-1041, Dove's give an example question of uh, this game show. I'll give you the first question now. And it's a simple yes or no on uh, if they if we did it. Did uh, they or did we uh, get yelled at by the athletic director of the high, of their high school for number one and number twoing on people? 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. We got tickets for the Orlando Magic. We got tickers, tickets for the uh, Predators. We got tickets for Blues Traveler. We got DVDs and uh, PSP game or uh, videos for uh, fun with Dick and Jane. Call now. Be a winner. BJ and the Dove. Did it happen? Next in the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday night? Wednesday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041-STAR-1041 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Hideout Door Prize Blowout. Great prizes to give away. How many questions do you have for uh, BJ and the Dove? I have 15. 
So they got to get two out of three correct to be a winner, then? That works for me. All right, we'll roll it like that. The lovely ladies from Now Orlando are here as well. We'll chat with them in the next break about this whole controversy. I guess it was also written up in the Orlando Weekly, too. Yeah, I was just reading the article. Yet again, uh, no mention of the hideout and us putting... We broke it. Yeah, and making it really bigger than it really was. Drawing a little attention. I guess the Weekly hates us because uh, Morning Guy Jack FM used to write something over there. Oh, so that's why they hate us? I'm hearing. Hmm. It's the word I'm getting. Yeah. yeah, go ahead and stick with that one. Uh, here we go. Got to get two out of three correct to be a winner. BJ and the Dove. By Curious BJ, Dubs' his cousin. J-Dubs, of course, uh, producer here in the high now. What? I just see how he slipped that through. Right. No. Co-host. Host. Why are you crossing your fingers? Because then it means it isn't true. Oh. All right, here we go. Did it, uh... Did it happen? By Curious BJ and the Dove. Let's go with Poker Jedi. You're first up. You ready, Poker Jedi? Let's go. All right, it's Poker. It's basically a true-false. Yep. Just yes or no. Did we do it? Did held that by the athletic director of our high school for number one and number twoing on people. That sounds crazy enough. I gotta say no. We did. We did get yelled at <laughs> by our athletic director. Uh, hold on, B, uh, uh, Poker Jedi. You will get a second chance. Just to go on the record, there was only number one, no number two. But you still got yelled at. Yes, uh, he pulled us in there and said, how would you feel if someone, and I'm cleaning it up for radio, how would you feel if someone number one or number two'd on you? Just sitting there. Number two? We didn't do we that. Didn't, we didn't do number two. <laughs> We're not that crazy. But that did happen. All right, let's go back to Poker Jedi then. You ready? Yeah. Here's the second one to stay in the game. All right, did we do it? Did we torture a friend for weeks after a longtime girlfriend broke up with him? Well, you're almost doing that to Nightmare Dave. i got to say yes. <laughs> yes, we did. That's a good point. Hold on. Uh, your next question will come up for you to be a winner. Tell the story of this one real fast. Who wants to tell it, BJ or Doug? Go ahead, BJ. We, uh, one of our good friends, uh, had a girlfriend. They were dating for eh, not an extremely long amount of time, but about things, eight months. Yeah, things were getting kind of serious, and they broke up. And the day they broke up, he left town. And uh, Dubs and I went o- met her over at, an, at another friend's house and ended up fooling around with her, both of us at the same time. What? <laughs> I didn't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't know that part. That's so dirty. What the hell? And our friend came back and we, we didn't tell him for a long I don't even know if he knows about dubs. Probably not. He knows about me because I, I rubbed it in after a few years. Alright, don't be so aggressive. Ew. Rubbed it in verbally. Oh. Ew. That you and dubs trained her? It wasn't a yeah, full train. Yeah. It was just fooling. Oh my God! It's so dirty. Think about the two of you. Hmm. You should try Viagra. It'll give you. It'll give you a full one. All right, here we go. Poker Jedi. Here's your next one. You got to get this one right to be a complete winner. Didn't he get both of them wrong? No, he got that one right. Oh, okay. Uh, did we do it? Did we trick a friend into eating barf? No, you didn't. You are correct. Good job, Poker Jedi. Our first winner, BJ and the Dove. Did they do it? That one was completely false. You almost did that here with Crystal Burgers and Chunks. Mm, yeah. I forgot about that. Michael and Altamont, you're next up. You ready, Michael? Michael, you there? Yeah, I. <laughs> can you hear me? Yes, Mike. Can you hear me? I can hear you, unfortunately. 
<laughs> Unfortunately. Why you been on hold for 20 What's wrong? minutes then? What's the problem? Now that my battery's dead, and I used to get bad touches from my mother when I was dead. <laughs> Kevin and Sanford, you're in the hideout of Rural Radio. You ready, Kevin? That's my favorite yeah, caller of all time. Go. Here we go. Kevin? Yeah. All right. Did we do it? Did we trick uh, a friend into meeting with a teacher during school at, uh, two years after he graduated? Uh, yeah. Yes, we did. Good job. Hold on, Kevin. You will get a second. Uh, your second question. One. DJ, go ahead and tell the story real quick. Is this the uh... Jay Farage? Okay. We have this friend Jason who uh, who in school wrestled. He was on the high school wrestling team, and the wrestling coach was a real jerk. And they had run it all the way through. He ended up quitting his senior year, and they had this big falling out. Well, after a couple years after he graduated, his girlfriend broke up with him, and he went into this deep depression. He's in, he literally was in his room, wouldn't leave his room, and just him and I decided to be funny to to get online and send him an email. So we made up a fake account from this wrestling coach who he had a falling out <laughs> with, and sent him an email, pretty much saying, "Hey, listen." uh... I know you're down right now. If you need to work on our, on my farm, maybe uh, help coach wrestling. Come on up during third period. It's my open period, and uh, just you know, come on, talk to me about it. And I never got, the, we never got the complete story of what happened, but I can only imagine that he walks in and just <laughs> says, "Hey, uh, I got your email." <laughs> what the hell you guys do? And you're evil. Your email. We're bored. That's what we were. Oh my god. All right, here's your next one, Kevin. Jesus, did they do it? Bikers, BJ, and J-Dubs, Fowlerville stories. All right, did we uh, fool a kid into drinking a yellow substance by calling it Mountain Dew? Uh, I've heard of that before. <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh, I, hold no, on. You got another shot. All right, here's your next one then, Kevin. All right, uh, did we do it? Did we put roadkill into people's mailboxes? And cars. Did we put what? Did we put roadkill into people's cars and mailboxes? Uh, everybody does that, don't they? Yeah. You're a winner, especially in mid-Michigan. Yeah, so we had plenty of roadkill, and we uh, we used to fill up our people's cars with roadkill that we found. We'd just take a garbage bag around the streets and fill it up with roadkill, and then we'd pour it into friends' cars. Actually, one time I uh, we were working at uh, the pizza place, and uh, we found a couple dead mice. So I put him into a McDonald's bag and threw him in the back of BJ's car. Totally forgot about it. Three weeks later, hey, did you put dead mice in my car? <laughs> so for three weeks, he had dead mice. It smelled in the awful, back. and I could not find the source of the smell. They hit it well. Didn't you guys put a dead fish like in somebody's no. dashboard? Like, uh, no, my... it, it was uh, it was catfish bait, which smells like poo. Right. And it looks like poo. Mm-hmm. What we did... It, it, we stuffed it into his uh, vents and everything, and uh, this is like right before we graduated, like the day before. So he uh, he comes uh, to school the next day. He's like, "Hey, did you guys put poo in my car? What kind of poo? Actual poo? No." <laughs> <laughs> he ended up having to sell the car because of the stink. Literally sold the car. You, did, did you ever find it? The car? No, the poo. It wasn't it his was, car. Yeah. It was yeah, someone else's car. Yeah, it wasn't oh, my car. Okay. Yeah. My favorite story, there was a, down the, right outside of town, there was this guy who had a mailbox that was a big fish. A big, huge fish. And don't ask me why I thought this was so, this was so funny, but we found a dead cat and put the dead cat inside the dead fish. Because you never see a, a roll uh, reversal. Yeah. yeah, a roll reversal. <laughs> you poor, bored bastards. 
All right, let's go to Josh and Merritt Island. You're next up. You ready, Josh? Yes, guys. Let's do it. All, All right, did go. we do it? Did we choke out three girls in one night? <laughs> I hope so. Yes. <laughs> ah, come on. No, There's we didn't no do that. way. All right, here's, here's your next one, Josh. you got to get this one right to stay in the game. All right, did we do it? Did we run up behind a fat kid and rip his shirt off so people would laugh at him? Yes. <laughs> I've done that. Yeah. All right, tell me this... Uh, Tell me this story real fast, and hold on, Josh, because you'll need to get your final question to be a winner. This kid was very, very uh, fat and very self-conscious about it, and uh, had a bad temper. So he'd be playing okay, basketball. so Matt Albert was yeah. in Fowlerville. <laughs> so uh, he used to be playing uh, basketball during lunch, and this happened daily, so he never caught on. we just run up behind him, literally tear his shirt from his body, and then everybody would just stand there laughing at him. Dude, that's like rape almost. <laughs> A lot of times I would just run it behind him, and I wouldn't completely take off his shirt. I would just lift it up so everybody could see his gut and then run away. And he would try and chase you. Like he, like like Doug said, he has a temper. He would try and chase you, but he's, he's there's so no slow. way he's going to catch us. And so we would just run away. But the funny thing is, every single day we would do this, and the kid never caught on. He, you know, after the, he'd, he'd, he'd do the same thing every day, and get the same thing would get done to him every day. After the first couple days, you know, I would be looking around. <laughs> no, the kid never caught on. Run behind him, lift the shirt up, and uh, he would try and chase you. All right, Josh, this is for you to be a winner. Did it happen? It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. BJ and the Dove Fowlerville stories from Mid Michigan. Did we do it? Did we give each other hickeys to brag uh, at <laughs> school? The girls gave us the hickeys. Yes, you had to. Please tell me that. Oh, no. Sorry, Josh. This guy sounded pretty gay. Unfortunately, I don't think my my mouth has ever been on any part of Dubs' body. Oh, come on. I can recall. I refuse to believe that. I can't, I can't think of an instance. We've done some pretty gay things, but I don't think we've ever gone there. No. Mouths have never touched the body. Let's do it tonight, then. No. <laughs> Bugsy, Lake County, you ready? I'll give him a hideout Hummer. All right, here we go. All right. Did we get suspended for being inappropriate at a male beauty contest? No. Oops, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, hold on, Bugsy. You will have a chance to stay in the game. Both of us were suspended. Uh, we were in a male beauty contest in Fowlerville, Michigan. I got to take this one. Okay. Go ahead, BJ. First of all, Dubs, this is one of the funniest things I've ever seen him do. I got to I got to set up the scene here. Go ahead. We're at the auditorium, Fowlerville High School. The auditorium is completely packed. And, and the upscale citizens from the community, I'm talking all the, administrate, all the administrators from all the schools were there, the superintendent, church leaders, the there was a state senator there. Okay, very good. Dub is up on stage. Dubs goes up on stage for the male beauty contest and begins just rubbing himself, rubbing his rubbing his crotch. Right. And I mean, literally. I mean, Dan. I mean, there was music. I, I was actually uh, kind of sprawled back with like a, like a tripod type thing, both be on the ground, one arm back. Oh my god. Rubbing my crotch. And I mean, this went on. I mean, you got to try and, and picture this. And the thing is, there's no proper way for the crowd to uh, kind of react to it. So they're all just standing there staring at me, and I just remember all those faces blankly staring at me <laughs> while I am simulate, simulating a, a, a batch session. Right. The song, what, it's probably three, three and a half minutes, mm -hmm. so just dubs. And there's no way to get out of that. For three straight minutes in front of a state senator <laughs> up on stage. Christ. So that's why I got suspended. What did you do to get suspended, BJ? Well, I actually made the finals, believe it or not. 
God, what oh, I would I would have if I didn't get uh, booted out. I make the finals, and you know, just like in the Miss America pageant, they ask you a question, and you responded the question. And so they asked me if you could be any machine, what machine would you be? Oh Jesus! And I responded, well, first of all, I can't tell you what machine I would be, but you can find that machine in Mrs. Noka's top dresser drawer. Oh God! And she was one of the judges in a very Christian, upstanding <laughs> community leader, citizen. I can't even describe it. And you said you'd be her vibrator. Yes. But then I came back like two seconds later. I'm like, I'm like an alarm clock. What are you guys? Aww. What are you guys talking about? I got a standing ovation though, the only one of the day. But again, <laughs> in front s- of the state senator and the principals. And you got and the, suspended. Oh yeah, I got booted off the the, uh, sh- the show. I got suspended for like three days. We both got. And there's one other guy I got suspended too for mooning everybody. All right, Bugsy. Here you go. Here's your next one. You got oh, it, baby. All right. Did we do it? Did we take a dump in our friend's underwear? <laughs> uh, I would say yes. Oh, 0 for 2. Sorry, Bugsy. No, we didn't. I wish we would have. Right, how many questions do you have left? Two. You have, you have enough for Justin and Lake Placid? Two. If he gets one of these, we'll make him a winner. All right, here we go, Justin. You ready? Yeah, what's up? All right, here yeah, we go. Up, guys? go. All right, did we do it? Did we put ours between our uh, cheeks and make our friends sniff them? Oh, God. So, self-inflicted stinky pinky to your friends. Did they do that? No. (laughs) You're so dirty. Hold on, Justin. You will get one more shot to be a winner. Anytime, like, that we went out and, like, like, anybody was drinking or anything, and, like, there were girls around, dude, man, I can't believe this. Smell my fingers. (laughs) And he would think, you know, you were with a chick, and he would just take a big whiff. (laughs) And it being butt. I actually did this just just recently. Just did this. I was at a friend's house and just recently just said, "Hey man, I go man." I'm like smelling my hand. Like I'm like smell that. What, what is that? And he smells my hand and immediately immediately recognizes the scent. Picks right up on it. I mean, there was no hesitation. He knew right away what I had done. It was just like bam. He knew, and he was so he just looked at me. I'm like, yeah. You, that's right. I just did that. <laughs> that's so dirty. It's so funny. And it was great. And then he fell asleep, and I put my finger in his mouth. <laughs> he was passed out drunk. I had to. I had to do it. All right, BJ. Let's wrap it up with Justin and Lake Placid. You ready, Justin? Yeah. All right. Last one. You get this one right. You're a winner. All right. Did we do it? Did we call a hundred people and tell them they won a prize, only to have them uh, the winners call a friend to redeem the fake prize? Yes. You're a winner. Hold on, Justin. This is actually runs all the way back to middle school, <laughs> and we would uh, we called like a hundred people right out of the phone book and told them they won a Camaro engine. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't the most creative uh, pranksters, but we pulled this one off and it worked wonderfully. We told them they uh, registered to win it at the Fallerville Fair, and uh, they are winners. And you have to call. This number, and it was uh, Jay Ferrich, one of the guys we talked about before, his number, and he got called all night, and his parents ended up knowing who it yeah, was. Uh, J- yeah, J- is Jason there? Yeah, hey, Jason, yes, yeah, is uh, Ben calling? I won that uh, <laughs> raffle up at the up at the, the Follow Fair. What are you talking about? For the Camaro engine? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I specifically remember people would buy into it. They're like, well, what am I going to do with the Camaro engine? And then we just play along. I'm like, I don't know. You, you, you entered the raffle. Whatever you want. You can sell it. 
And they would, I mean, they bought into it. Really? That's awesome. Yeah, there's a couple of middle school kids with high voices. <laughs> oh, around. That's women, probably. We were leaving messages on answering machines. I mean, we, like, each, Dubs was the best at it. Like, I couldn't compare it to him. He'd just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, just, like, just like this radio voice. Yeah, yeah, this is, uh, yeah, this is uh, John Barker calling here from uh, down here at the Fall of Affairs, just letting you know that you won a Camaro engine. You won the prize. Just all you got to do is call and redeem it. Uh, just go ahead and give Jay Ferrich a call. You know, 555-2286. Go ahead and uh, Jay Ferrich, 555-8623. Thanks. Jay oh. Ferrich Motors. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I love it. Favorite game show ever. This goes on the podcasting. <laughs> it's the hideout worldwide on realradio.fm and locally on Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Live on a Wednesday night, uh, J-Dubs. Yes. Coming up on Friday, uh, someone local from Local 6 is going to stop by the show. Oh, nice. Hang out for a little while. So we'll talk more about that in the future. <clears throat> But um, for those of you who listen to The Hideout, we encourage you to go to, go to the uh, podcasting on iTunes and uh, subscribe to all five of the categories, all five in the top 100 for the talk shows. Only talk show in the nation to do that, by the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the more entertaining um, segments under interviews is the interview that we had with uh, Jenna Crawley from the National Organization for Women f- uh, from Orlando. Versus Mike Freeze and Mike Busey from Beats, Bitches, and Beer. They did a very good job because Busey is a very eloquent man who can speak properly. Um, It's like debating against Kennedy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they held their own. Now, the, uh, the thing is that... I guess you. It's, this is, I just read an article. It was in the latest Orlando Weekly. Yeah. About the uh, the fight that was going on between you guys. Also, too, I guess it made it in the UCF paper. Uh, they are but, actually printing a retraction of the UCF article. Oh, are they? Front, okay. Front page. Oh, Why is that? Fantastic. Because um, what there happened? were four quotes that were direct quotes for me, and oh, yeah. three of them were incorrect. Yeah, I saw I saw that on your. Uh... On your MySpace, Bolton. Right. uh, Jenna and uh, Cicely both here. By the way, Cicely, Dan Stone says hello. Mm -hmm. Hello, Dan Stone. Uh, And Giant Brian. I guess he knows you. Yes, Giant Brian did tell me to make sure to say hello to you all. You know Giant Brian? I do. Oh, I'm sorry. You know all the dudes. (laughs) Wow. Cicely knows everyone. Uh, Oh, my goodness. Okay, so here's the thing. I guess the big controversy was in the fact that these guys threw a party that was called Beats, Bitches, and Beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the problem? All of it sounds nice. <laughs> it sounds like uh, things that good, red-blooded American men would like. So what's the issue? Well, the issue is that um, is that the United States has the highest rate of rape um, in the industrialized world, mm-hmm. and college campuses are very hostile places for Talk women, slower. especially college parties. And um, I really, I just intended to send them an email just to... S- just to sort of alert them to that fact and to also alert them to the fact that um, most sociologists and um, anyone in academia kind of um, accepts the idea that the way that women are spoken about in mainstream culture, pop culture, the media, is directly related to how they're treated and the amount of violence that they experience. So your problem was the fact that they're throwing the beats, bitches, and beer, so by calling it a bitches party, then it kind of sets up a hostile environment for women to go to? Yeah, I mean, if you're not... 
if you're not a part of the solution, you're part of the problem kind of a thing. And to me, I felt like it was a way of being silent to the fact that... Um, Dubs is just out of the way. <laughs> He's yeah. nothing. He's really a uh, non-factor. I spit on both. Right. Uh, it doesn't really care about either. It doesn't involve him or his cat. He's not interested. Exactly. Um, she is kind of a bitch today, though. Right, now Scratch let, me all up. Now, let me ask you about this. And I understand if you're not a part of the uh, solution, you're part of the problem. So... Did you want him to change the name? Because Dubs brought up an interesting point when we talked to you during the podcast of, hey, maybe this is a good thing for women to know not to go to this party, mm -hmm. because if they go to this party... Wait, you know what kind of uh, situation you're putting yourself into. It's almost an advertising of... All right, so let's say it's I was like when you dress crazy, you know? You know what you, you should expect from guys. What? Short That's skirts lovely. and such. <laughs> no, you're kidding, right? All right, hold on. Dubs is getting a phone call. But to respond to that, no, bitch. What are you doing? All right, let me ask you about the word bitch, first sure. of all. And uh, is this one of those words that really is offensive nowadays? It was the way it was used. It's not necessarily that calling somebody a bitch is, you know, always a negative thing. But when you're referring to all women as bitches in that category, it's it makes it a lot more... And um, it was in a list. It was used as a drug. bitches, kind of and beer. It was... Okay. Like, here's what we're offering you tonight. Right. All right. Now, what's like? So, what's the definition of a bitch then? Well, I think there are several definitions. Yeah, okay. I not, not, legal, not legal definitions. Just your. Well, the female dog, I guess, would be the legal one. Right. So if right, you're going right, to use right. that one, then who really wants to be, you know, categorized in the same way? Yeah. No. 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 But if they were. They were probably terming it in another. Like. You think they were kind of referring to bitches like easy women or just women yeah. in general? Skanks? I just the think women that were yeah, there. women in general. Mm -hmm. hmm. All right, now let me ask you, because here's the thing: I actually am on your side when it comes to this issue. So I've don't, heard. Don't you think? Oh please, they're the ones against you. Trust me, I'm on your side. You're uh, you're lucky you got the smart one on your side. Who? But, but let me ask you: Don't you feel a little bit that? And I have this issue with like uh, Lulac. Um, sometimes the NAACP about picking and choosing your battles correctly mm -hmm. because you're completely right about the way women are just treated in general and mm -hmm. especially on college campuses. But do you lose legitimacy a little bit when you're attacking the name of a party as opposed to, sadly, at every party at most college campuses, women are treated like this. But you know what I mean? Like you're attacking the name as opposed well, to... Well, I think the difference is that... When you are, you have to pick your battles. You're right about that. But this was one of those things that was brought to the attention of now to take on. And it's not something that we would have gone after. Um, we're kind of like, you know, that's not the biggest fish to fry right now. But since it, it kind of snowballed and turned into something that turned out to be a really good thing for us because it brought a lot of people, to, and a lot of people were upset about it, and right, right. you got a, a bigger... Support group. Now, here's the other thing that I also find interesting, too, mm -hmm. that a lot of times people who complain, which I agree, I agree sometimes you'll have reasons, uh, but then you almost elevate these guys, too. Now, all of a sudden... <clears throat> they mean something. Their party, you've added some sort of le legitimacy by bringing in now to take them on. But I'd actually like to add something to that um, line of logic, because I guess uh, J-Dubs had mentioned that that would, you know, the, the word bitches would act as a disclaimer to some mm -hmm. women. And I wanted to point out that we did hold another event in the same shopping center, and um, 
an inside manager of Pie in the Sky, who will remain nameless, told me that there were very few women in attendance at their party, despite what they said, and, and far more people over at our side. So in bringing that to everyone's attention, uh, we did kind of raise awareness on campus and bring people over to a place where they could have fun without you know, having to participate in that type of culture. All right, so hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Exactly what I said before. Yeah, that was Dubs' point. Uh, when we come back, I have more questions. Now that we just have the National Organization for Women here, some things I'd like to go over. Pornography, abortion, BJ. We only have a little bit of time. I don't think they can perform all of that. Next in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, Wednesday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. The ladies from Now Orlando are here, noworlando.org. They got a MySpace, too. They're doing lap dances on BJ, right? Yeah. On us tomorrow. Yeah, I get it. Like, Here's why the hideout's cool, ladies. And I, I think you're, I think you, people of your organization will like it, because we are very pro-choice, pro-people kind of thing. But tonight we have you ladies in. Tomorrow, the ladies from Dancers Royale will be in as BJ gives himself a Pop Rocks enema. And then on Friday, we have a lovely female anchor who will uh, be in to talk about women in news. So uh, we encompass everything here in the hideout. That's very diverse. I'm telling you, it is. Look at it. uh, Mexican, white, black, uh, whatever BJ is. Uh, Skinhead. Now women. And that's the thing. That's part of the reason why I invited you ladies in. The one thing we are lacking as the female point of view. By the way, if you guys have any journalists or students who are studying journalism, we need interns. The hideout does need interns. Uh, here's my question. We'll very kind to them. Remember uh, Hooch? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, here's a question that gets thrown out a lot. Uh, why do feminists um, hate men and themselves? Uh, why is... Uh, we don't hate men. Actually, many feminists are men. No, I agree. Yeah, no, I am. Um, Femmes. No, that's different. That's in the gay community. But, okay, why is there this stereotype, though, that women who kind of stick up for themselves hate guys? And uh... I think that's um, a point of view taken on by people threatened by women trying to get equality. Why? Are, and let me ask, you've always wondered, is that you, Dubs? Why are you threatened by women having, like, equal access, equal pay? What is it that bothers guys about that? Is it just competition? Because, is yeah, it just it's because, because whoever, you think it's going to yeah, lower their standing? It's a status that's been uncontested it, it, for hundreds of years. You're always yeah. afraid to bring yourself down to anybody else's level. And <laughs> I can't keep a straight face. Do you ever wish that you were a guy? No. I not even know. once when you look at how in, you know. Not any, even when you look at me. Inequalities. <laughs> is, Certainly not when I look at it. <laughs> it is fantastic body. But you've never sat there and thought, man, it's tough being a chick. Constantly under attack. Can't make my own choices. People deciding things for me. I wish I had a dog. I couldn't make my own choices. Um, I don't know, Jenna. I've had good, um, (laughs) good parenting. Um, so, you know, I don't, I've never been uh, afraid to speak my mind. And I think that, um, you just want to order your own food and not have the man make the decision for you. Yeah, that's what it's all about. That kind of thing. Uh, Jenna and uh, Cicely from the National Organization She'll for Women. She'll have the soup. She's getting a little hefty. I got a, I got a point. Yeah, go ahead, by curious BJ, if you'd like to do a point counterpoint with the ladies He's from touching now. Touching his pants, though. Yeah. Now, my, I guess my question is talking to the mic. I'm not stupid. talking about you specifically because I don't know your specific point of views on this. But a lot of women want, you know, equal rights. You know, and rightfully so. I respect <laughs> that. But at the same time, they want the men to have the old-fashioned values. Like, you know, opening up car doors and paying for, you know, meals and th- things such as that. 
But where where do you draw a line there? Right, you so, know, you want the equal rights, but yet you, a lot of women still want the, that old-fashionedness. Well, so I think but, that is kind of perpetuated by the culture, though. I mean, a lot of that is just deeply ingrained because that's what people are told. I don't think it's it's I don't think it uh, that women deserve to have the blame put on them for that. So feminists don't believe in chivalry. Is that what you're saying? That they shouldn't believe in chivalry, feminists? Well, well I just know I had an ex-girlfriend who was a perfect example who. You know, got angry because she didn't get a promotion, and she felt that it was a sexist, you know, thing that happened. And you know, she wants, but yet at the same time, if I didn't open the door for her or I didn't pay for the, you know, pick, pay the check for, her, she, you know, she'd get upset about that. So it's kind of like, well, <laughs> so what do you, you want? You want to live in the you know? same world? It's yeah. like if you want, if you want to be equal, then let's be equal here. Just so the ladies know, I I always open the door. No, I'm not so saying I'm not saying I, I agree on that. It sounds like it really upsets you. <laughs> this is a really soft spot. Yeah, I mean, what is it? You can't open a door and throw no, it out. No money for that. the diner. What's I don't I personally don't have a problem with that. I'm just I'm just asking. But you you, you get to also slap her around then. <laughs> yes. I think, it, I think no. it's a good trade-off. I don't know. It's not about hitting. It's not about hitting. It's not about hitting. It's just verbal slaps. No, I got you. We know what jokes are. We threw, do occasionally in the uh, four mm-hmm. hours we're on the air. 407-916-1041, Are you finding like that a lot of are guys afraid to date you because you're the president of now Orlando and you're in now whenever you tell dudes? And are you forced to kind of date ugly dudes because of that? No, my boyfriend was afraid to tell his mom I was a feminist, which I thought was kind of funny. But, really? Well, yeah. my boyfriend is an active member of now, so. So you'll only date like guys it. who are feminists? Uh, well, yeah, actually. It's, it would be hard to date somebody who didn't share your viewpoints on something you were so, right. you know. So do you, so will you occasionally pick up a check and stuff like that? Yeah. All right, so what does equality mean to you then for women? Like, what does it mean? Like, when you're out, you know, preaching and, you know, brainwashing... Uh, <laughs> what does it mean to you? Uh, uh, I think equality? that it means um, not not having to live in a hostile world that you know is constantly a threat. I think that. But do you understand? I mean, what I, what threats are you uh, most concerned with? What's the what's the biggest threat on your table? Um, violent violence against women mm-hmm. and, and reproductive choice. Yeah, reproductive choice is the biggest one because it's what is being chipped away at so readily right now. What if? The violence is used to help with that reproductive choice. What do you mean? Like nice punch the stomach. Yeah, stairs. something like that. What's wrong with you? If she asks for it. No, she's not. I mean. If she asks for it, it's not really violence against her. It's kind of. Violence with her. her. <laughs> yeah, you're aiding and abetting, I suppose. So let me get this right. You ladies are in favor of pulling out a uh, baby and sticking a scissors uh, into its head. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Third trimester? Go. Um, third trimester abortions are predominantly performed on fetuses that are dead or dying. So not performing a third trimester abortion could be forcing a woman to carry a baby that is dead. Um, and 99% of the time, those abortions are performed where there is a serious serious malformation or um, or a dead fetus. Okay, facts, uh, schmacks. <laughs> Uh, that's what it comes down to. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Anthony in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Anthony? Uh, dude, I'm glad y'all let me on, man. I've always wanted to say something to the National Organization of Women Chick, man. Yeah. They, they have to be the most confused women on this planet, dude. Check this out. They want equal pay. 
They want equal everything that a man has. Mm-hmm. But the same exact thing, just like what your boy had said earlier, they want someone to, to open a door for him. If a dude doesn't uh, make money, consider him a bum. They want the cake and eat it too. Actually, I can I, I compare a national organization women uh, to a dude when he smokes too much weed. They're just really confused, man. Just sitting there, don't know what the hell he wants. Just just sitting around, you know what I'm saying? And these women right here, man. These are the same chicks that they was at a club or something like that or out at a restaurant and he said a nice hot dude, but hey, he works at McDonald's, they'll probably throw their nose up at him. Alright, so. now uh, Anthony goes uh, brings up a good point. I've never seen a hot dude working at McDonald's. I have. Oh I have too. <laughs> you kidding? <laughs> I go around at McDonald's on my picture phone, just uh, taking pictures of different ones to compare for later. Uh, this what, is my hot apple pie. Let me ask, uh, are you confused? Am I confused? No, I'm not confused. All right. Would you date a guy who worked at McDonald's? Well, I'm working on a graduate degree, and I have a good job, so might, we might not be compatible. Um, but Are you saying McDonald's isn't a good job? Yes, I am saying McDonald's is not a good job. Yeah. Attacking, attacking America, at... Dubs. Attacking America. Well, McDonald's pays a lot of minimum wage uh, pay. That It's really not a living wage, and, and However, I take issue with that. However, they pay more than Clear Channel. So, Which is good. Yeah, be careful you're looking at a radio. Again, event. choose your battles. <laughs> exactly. Come on after this. Uh, what were you going to say, Sicily? Sicily and uh, uh, Jenna from uh, the National Organization for Women Orlando. That when, uh, it, yeah, it has nothing to do with where the person works or what they're, it has more to do with if their compatibility on the, um, not necessarily if they make more money. If I made more money, it certainly wouldn't stop me from paying a bill here and again or all the time. It, Let's it, go out sometime. It, ha- <laughs> yeah. it has only to do with your finances, I think. Here's the thing. I, I, don't, I never understand a guy who's threatened by a successful, ambition ch- as, uh, ambitious chick because... She can, you know, she wants to be somebody. She wants to do things. She wants exactly. to be her own person. She exactly. Wants- That's why. Because we're guys. We, you know, if you're an ambitious guy, you know how ambitious guys think. You're always looking for the next best thing. So you're thinking that maybe, all right, how about that? Are feminist cheaters? They're always looking for that next dong. No. I, Not I think dong, but a better guy. That's my personal opinion. Do what? I think a lot of people cheat. I mean, I think cheating is pretty rampant. I don't know if it's specific to men or women. I actually think that you men to? get a bad rap for, for cheating all the time. I think that both <laughs> men and women cheat. I think it's pretty common. I think it's I'm liking how, you're, uh, how your mind works. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, Wonderful. Go out afterwards. Hooters, grab a little drink. Yeah, yeah Hooters has to be a perfect place for you. <laughs> oh, whatever. You, you offended by a Hooters? What about that? You offended by, like, porn and strippers and Hooters, like girls who are using their body to uh, make a living, to put themselves through school? Mm-hmm. I've gotten that line before. I've oh. thrown a couple other uh, grants her Here, way. Here's an extra 10. Go buy that uh, science book you need. Yeah, you. Uh, it's about mm-hmm. time to get textbook money. I think it's a shame that, that there are women who need to exploit their bodies um, in order to put themselves through sell through school because I, I know that that lifestyle is really not glamorous and I also think that um, a lot of pornography is is very violent um, and really a lot of times what it is the good stuff. Is, is close to rape <laughs> and really not um, erotic. Well, uh, now I would agree that uh, porn has gotten way out of hand. Uh, in fact, Tommy Bateman, our director back there, the guy who looks all lies, American Psycho, it's all lies. He uh, he's very into what some people call slap happy, slap happy, and I don't know if you've ever seen this. It's, I haven't. Please explain haven't. it. It's when here, uh, I'll stand up and show you. So, uh, Cicely, if you'd like to come over and we can demonstrate. <laughs> but let's say the woman is uh, giving favors of the uh, oral persuasion. Mm-hmm. And then 
you, uh, I gotta be careful because it's not after 10. You just start hitting her on the head and then, like, kind of hitting her with it. But then, it, but then she, like, says she likes it and, you know, wants more. I think things that happen in the bedroom and when you're having sex do not reflect at all on how you want to be treated when you're at work or in any other. I disagree. I actually, I think that's, I think that's a perfect example of what I'm talking about and why I think pornography is a major social problem. Men that watch pornography are a lot more likely to rape and a lot more likely to rape. This is where you lost me, and I'll, I'll be completely honest with you. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm on your side on a lot of things, not this one. I got a box uh, that is this big full of uh, porn, that is DVD, that is VHS. Toys he uses on himself. So that's All the stuff in the same box. Old school. Oh, but you say most men, and I'm telling you now, uh, the thought of raping has never, ever entered my mind. I almost fear that if there were no pornography where these animals could get it out of their system... Then maybe too you would have uh, more of this running rampant. I and think that's not supported by um, by academic evidence. There's a lot of I just said it on the radio. It's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's take a break and come back. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. The Hideout Rural Radio 104.1 Wednesday night. Uh, the National Organization for Women, the Orlando Chapter, now.org or now Orlando.org. Jenna and Sicily are uh, in, in here in the Hideout. You guys get a license plate thing going on? What's that real fast, Cicely? Yes, we have a pro-choice license plate project ongoing, and we're having an art contest. You can go to the website. It's licensetochoose.org, and um, we need to raise a lot of money. So if you're not an artist but you want to help out, there's a link at the page. And um, it's actually it's going really well. We're very excited about it. Licensetochoose.org? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, can we agree on this, that all armpits should be shaved? At the very I, I least. really think it's up to the person. Uh, you men and women. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. I, I mean, I, guys need to kind of clean up a little bit, too. Come I'd on. agree with that. You know. Yeah, a trim never hurt anybody. <laughs> I'm very anti-hair, personally. I don't... I don't. Well, like I nair my boys, so you'd like me. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I'm pretty hairy. It's not going to work out between me and Jenna. All right. So you said you were a critter when you were born? Yeah, a critter. <laughs> I came out a little... Just rolled right out. little baby ape. Um, this is furry. It all fell off within the first 12 hours, and it's back, uh, if you'd like to see later. Okay, we're going to take some phone calls now for the National Organization for Women. Uh, let's go to Blocko in uh, Davenport. You're in the hideout on rural radio with uh, Now Orlando. What's up, dude? Yeah, what's going on, guys? Go ahead, brother. Uh, so I just wanted to know, the girls are for abortion, correct? Well, here's the, and here's the misconception. I'll I'll speak for you guys. I mean, you can later, but I don't think anybody's really pro-abortion, and that's where the whole confusion is. Uh, most people are pro-choice. Well, I'm one of the very few people that's pro-abortion. Yes. That there aren't enough of I, them, but most people are just pro-choice. Pro-choice. Um, but either the way, they're for equality. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if they're for equality, then a man should have just as much right to go tell his girlfriend to go have an abortion and go tell his girlfriend to go put that baby up for adoption, correct? I think I think there should be kind of a uh, middle ground there where they can maybe come out in agreement. I don't think that any man should ever have the right to decide if and when a woman should stay pregnant. Yeah, I mean, it, you, it's you her body. And, 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 and it, you very much have the right to decide. So if you're for equality, well, not if it's your body. You if somebody's forcing you to carry a pregnancy to term, um, that that's certainly not equal. Yeah, block. Right. Hey, thank without you for the phone. You, there's no us without us, there's no you. 
definitely works both ways. Here's the thing, though. Uh, well, and, I, I think anybody would agree in a perfect world that, that both members would agree on whatever choice was being made. The problem is that a lot of times people don't agree, and mm-hmm. when there is a discrepancy, whose choice is it? Here's it has the, to be the person who would carry the child. Here's the thing. It's like baseball. Tie goes to the runner. So the woman being the runner, all right? Because here's the problem. It's not exactly like baseball. <laughs> it's exactly. No, no, I'm trying to on your side. I'm trying to give an uh, analogy the boys were like, yeah. So Ty goes the runner. Now, you know, the problem is, and I understand guys would like a choice as well of maybe I want to raise the kid or this, that, and the other. The problem is that you don't have to carry that thing for nine months. Like As much as you say you have an equal say in it, you know, you're not destroying your body for nine to ten months the way the mom would. So I don't think you have, just because of that, I don't think you have equal footing. Now, if a man not, really wants to have a child, then, you know, we should encourage him to find a woman that wants about, to have a child with him. How about not not equal billing on the uh, on what's going on with your body, but financially? Uh, if, uh, the, if you want to have the kid and the guy doesn't, the guy wants the abortion, he uh, is relieved of all financial. All right, well, what do you he think of that? got the woman pregnant, so therefore. But you got his... pregnant as well, so I mean, when you were yeah. saying that he has no well, women choice. Well, we aren't with that... exempt from a financial obligation to that child no, either. No, but, but we are exempt from the choice of, uh, you know, any any choice. Period. Once the seed is is well, there. Well, sixty-six percent of those in this country living in poverty are women and children. So if you're advocating for more measures to in, to increase that inequality yes, and to increase the poverty of women and children, you heard him right. Then, <laughs> or you're up by your bootstraps. Then I think that's it's not my itself. it's not my uh, my place to be paying your way. Um. All right. So Dubs is a little pissed about the whole. Hey, uh, I had sex with you. Mm-hmm. We had a little accident. You want to keep it? I don't want to keep it. Since I don't want to keep it, I sh- I shouldn't have to pay. Exactly. Well, men can surrender their parental rights. You should know. I yes, mean, you, but you they don't have to pay. have rights to your child. You can you can bring it to court and surrender your rights, and then you don't have to do anything. You don't. You, 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 don't, you still don't have a financial obligation to that child, though. If I sh- deal with it on a daily basis. I'm a social well, worker. Well, the woman has to agree to that also. I right, hold on. Let's get it straight. So there's no. So no, so men can surrender the parental rights, and they're they don't have to pay child support. That's correct. That's but you they have, have no to rights get, to that child. But they have to get the woman to sign off on it. No. No. Not. I mean, not. I've witnessed it at the courthouse, and I no. They can never come back, though, and say, oh, my child is right. Don't worry about whatever. That. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, maybe there's a... Uh, there might be a state-to-state a state state thing. Probably. Because in Michigan, it's not like that in Michigan. Oh, it, really? You can't... The woman it probably has, the, is the, a state law, because it's the, covered the, in the statutes. The female has to maybe that's why sign you moved, off on that. That, no income tax, that's why you moved to Florida. <laughs> okay. Disney. All right. Also for Disney. Mm-hmm. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Now Orlando hanging out in the hideout. Uh, phones just slid up, Dubs. These ladies, couple of lightning rods for controversy. <laughs> Look at them. They're anti-American ways. I, you know, I can I can agree with the rod we part. Anti-Christ. <laughs> Got it going. Uh, ladies first in the hideout, which I think you should probably like. Uh, Meredith in Orlando, go ahead. Hi, um, I just want to talk about the pornography I love um, it. debate a little bit more. Yes. Um, okay, well, I just I kind of find this funny. I had kind of a. Epiphany, and um, I kind of find it funny that it seems like men are the primary makers and consumers of pornography, mm-hmm. um, and it seems like women hardly ever contribute at all to it, besides being there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, men orchestrate everything, and so it seems kind of like they're actually um, kind of masturbating 
to each other's fantasies. It's like if all these guys yes. are just masturbating to each other's fantasies. And doesn't that seem a little... Not I don't at know. all. He's a little homo I'll, t- I'll tell you what is gay, really Meredith. gay about it. Hold on. I'll tell you what is gay, Meredith. So the oh. other day, I'm watching porn. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Not raping anybody. Watching porn. Your I, hand. I, I threw once. all mine out. And I'm about to get to that place. Mm-hmm. That's sweet ecstasy. And uh, my body's tingling. And then I look up at the uh, television... And there's just a guy there in his face and, like, his pleasure. And that helped you out even more. No, and so then I'm like... like, finally, the spot I was looking for. So then I'm fumbling around for the remote, you know, because if I finish to that, that makes me gay. No, it doesn't. Why would that make you gay? Now, what does make you gay and what, you know, kind of makes me questionable... Um, oh, is, please. Uh, you're all over the map. ...is that uh, I was watching a porn one time, and this is when uh, I didn't have a remote for my VCR. And it was the first time I watched this porn. It was a four-hour porn, one of those great four-hour ones. I've watched it a few times. You know, you only make about 15 minutes through, and then you uh, stop it and... Play. Fifteen? Come what are you? Lance Armstrong, a pornography? <laughs> well, you gotta save stuff. You gotta save some for later. You can't yeah. just get, you can't waste it all up Dude, front. Dude, when I get a new one, I'm fast forward. I watch it all to plan out new scenes. I couldn't fast forward it because I didn't have my remote or anything, and I'm sitting there, uh, self in hand, on my bed, and it gets to a new scene. So the new scene starts, and it's a it's a chick. She's wearing a, a strap-on, which I'm sure you lovely ladies are uh, completely into. Uh, and the uh, the girl, I'm like, okay, it's going to be a nice girl-on-girl strap scene. No. Guy uh, on the bed, on oh, all fours. Was it porno, Dan? No. And That was a disturbing scene. And uh, I couldn't get up. I was already halfway to uh, right. my, my finishing point, so I... Grin and bared it. Oh, <laughs> you're gay. You're what? such a fruit. So did the guy in the movie. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. You know, Dubs just told Coming me a story hot. on the Hideout. Go on a break, stupid. We'll come back. More of the lovely ladies from now. Uh, they had a license plate, cam- uh, license plate campaign going on. License to choose.org. License to choose.org. Now Orlando.org. We'll take a break. Come back. More of your phone calls. More with Jenna and Sicily next. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday night, the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. We'll do What's on the Web coming up in just a second. Speaking of What's on the Web, uh, someone heard me talking about Slap Happy, so they sent me some. Good. Lesbian Slap Happy. Nice. Pretty hot. Oh, uh, the National Organization for Women, Orlando's here. Uh, 407 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. I'll go back to their website, licensetochoose.org, um, where you can... Uh, are you guys trying to get like a pro-choice license plate? Yeah, we're Good. trying to get a pro-choice license plate, and we're trying to get designs for a pro-choice license plate. All right, hold on a second. Mr. Mom in Orlando has an idea. What do you got, Mr. Mom? Hey, guys, what's happening? Yo. I feel that uh, Jake does have been a little tough on the ladies, so I'd like to help them out with the design of their plate. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. I'm thinking like a dike cut on oh, top come on. with possibly like a trucker wallet with a biker chain. No, that's, and that's, see, that's a misconception, too, because these ladies, in addition to uh, being feminist and standing up for themselves, are also beautiful young women as well. So the stereotype, it's, it's, a, it's a stereotype. It's just that. It's, a, it's nothing. 
Do you guys get offended by that, where a lot of these guys think no. that now is um, whatever I don't mind it, it at all. I think it um, any way that people stereotype feminists, it doesn't really affect me. It doesn't affect my work or anything like that. So. It's the same as any other stereotype. Yeah. I mean, it's just usually not true. Isn't that the first question except for, asked? Except for the... Yeah, hold on. Isn't, isn't that why stereotypes are made? Because there is some kind of truth to them? I think stereotypes against feminists are used to vilify feminists. The Latin lover one's true, though. I can attest for that one. <laughs> but That's great. <laughs> but Now, I will say that stereotypes are usually there. Like, somebody will grab it, and then they'll use that one example for the whole. I mean, that's what mm-hmm. a stereotype is. Well, it's just like, I mean, during the suffragist movement, there was... Never you know, heard of it. The right to vote. <laughs> I mean, women were portrayed in uh, all over the place wearing, you know, pants. Wait, wait. Unheard of and cigars. You guys can vote? We can. That's why Bush was elected. And we do. Twice. Uh, Chris, going on in this country? Chris and Altamont, you're in the hideout with uh, the National Organization for Women Orlando. Yeah, I think these two need to shut their yapper oh, and get back in the kitchen. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it was going to be friendly. I mean, we're trying to be on your side here. What? That's a good question. Why aren't you in the kitchen? Now, here's Let's what, go on that one. Here's what's interesting, though. You didn't bring any baked goods to say hello to us. <laughs> yeah, by the way, guests always bring food for us. I'm really disappointed. But why is it, like, just the hatred? I mean, is it just the society that we've uh, yeah. that we've set up where guys really, they hear, they hear a chick sticking up for herself or talking, you know. Natural, and, natural reaction. Smack it back down. Yeah, and they're just, like, they get so angry. Why is that? Well, I, I think that, um, yeah, I think they're very threatened by women standing up for themselves and, and speaking loud and clear for equality. Well, we don't mind you guys standing up for yourselves. Just do it when we ask you to. <laughs> See, and that's the problem. That's where all this comes from. What? It's just crazy. <laughs> all right, I am of the opinion that feminists are better at sex, and here's, um, here's my reasoning. A feminist uh, respects herself and is into her own body. And respecting herself in her own body. See, that's the thing. Every- and because of that... Everybody just wants the good stereotypes. She, Take the bad ones, too. And because of that, I think she is uh, more into getting her own. And if she wants to get her Not own... That. then yeah, Like guys are, she's going to work hard. Hence, being a better life. Wait. What? Guys do not work hard. They work hard for themselves, and then it's over. But if you have two people working really hard, it's probably going to be pretty good. For 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this show. Uh, it only is Small good quantities. for about 30 seconds. All right, here's some more phone calls. Um, let's see here. All right, Chris in Orlando has something. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, yeah, I was just calling up. I was curious why we didn't hear more uh, more of a feminist argument when, say, that, that female teacher got busted for raping the kid. And then she got off with probation. Yeah. You would think they would turn around and stand up, you know, as inequality for women. And meanwhile, we hear nothing. All right. Now, that's an interesting point. The uh, Lafarve or whatever it was. The In most of these women cases uh, with the teacher lately, if this happened with a dude, the dude would be hung. Vilified. I think that's true. No, I, I don't. Because you, there are you're so insane. Guy, you are delusioned. All right. Hold there on. There are so many guy teachers who wind up molesting their students and then the next thing you know there nothing happens to them so yeah but i think there's outrage like there's no outrage because all the fathers are like yeah i would have done that when i was that old do you think it's just part of the double standard in society where you know some things you know guys can get away with well that's what men need to realize about the feminist movement is that there are a lot of gains for men as well i mean it's just like working towards equality well like 
like childcare. I mean, you know, it's it's been so historically reserved for women that I think that a lot of men um, have kind of been denied the opportunity to spend a lot of time with their children. I also think that there's a lot of pressure on little boys in school to be good at sports or to be good at science and math. And, you know, if they're not good at those things, I think that they feel um, inadequate. And I think that all of that's a problem. I, I think that we need to really just sort of look out for the fact that uh, we need to kind of take care of everyone. Uh, Chad in uh, Daytona. Uh, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. Hi, Chad. Hey, how you guys doing tonight? I do. Hey, I have a question though. I mean, did, did she honestly, or uh, she's there? I guess. Do you mm-hmm. honestly believe that that any guy that watches porn can can rape somebody? No, I don't think I said that. I was just trying to make the point that there have been a lot of psychological analysis done on the impact of watching a certain type of pornography, the type of pornography that I'm I'm talking about, not two equals having sex on video. I'm talking about pornography, which is intended to demean women. Um, And there is a direct correlation between men that watch those films and men that would rape, that say that they that they would rape a woman. Yeah, but when you said that earlier, you weren't as clear as you were now. You know, the the difference between pornography and you were very general saying. That uh, people who watch porn have there's more chance of uh, well, the men. I stand corrected, but that's that's what I meant. Good. Whoa, wait a second. Hey, I Sit watch corrected. a lot of porn, and I've never raped anybody or wanted to. Yeah, me either. You know. I didn't accuse you of it. So it's okay. <laughs> I think you did. I think you're calling out Chad and Daytona. You're very offended at this point. <laughs> uh, I think we solved all the issues of America tonight, Dubs. Is it bad that I run a bad show like the Law and Order rape uh, rape yes. episodes? Is that, does that make me more of a rapist? Yes, you and Special Victims Unit. What's wrong with you? Uh, 407-916-1041. They are special. 888-978-1041. I'm just trying to find ways that we can like come together and be on the same side. Can we agree that penises are prettier than vaginas? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, just when you look at them aesthetically, like, you know... A doog is better than a, a, no. a pwn. Right? I don't have anything to add to this conversation. <laughs> better looking. A roll of meat quarters <laughs> over, you know, a tarpet. Uh, look, I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering. Um, we just can't come to any sort of an agreement here tonight. And we're on your side. Mm-hmm. I'm beginning four. to wonder. Uh, no, I think we are. Actually, I support uh, the National Organization for Women and uh, what it is they do. Lou in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Lou? Hey, when I have to listen to terrestrial radio, thank God you guys are there because I wouldn't listen. Um, thank you. I I just got to give these these ladies a lot of credit. I'm I'm an older guy, almost 50. I've got two daughters, and, and I'm a former Marine. I gotta, I'm a chauvinist, but I'm learning from them, and I just think they should have a choice. I, you know, I believe in birth control, but if you mess up or whatever happens, happens, I think a woman should have the right to choose. I'm not the one popping out the kid. They are. Now, yeah, I'm with, I, here's the thing, and I've always said it before, and, Lou, I really appreciate that compliment. That does mean a lot to us. I don't understand how just in life people want to take away uh, or don't fight for choices. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even just talking about, you know, the right to choose what to do with your body, which to me is like one of the ultimates. But, you know, to me, life is about choice because if you don't have choice in your life, then all you are is a cog in the in the machine. Well, here's the thing. I mean, if you if you are really against abortion and you don't think that you or anyone around you should have abortion, spread your values and uh, try to you know persuade them. Don't force it upon people. Yeah, exactly. But don't take away the option. You know, you can preach all you want. You know, you could try to 
educate mm-hmm. or whatever. But you can't prevent a woman from having an abortion either. I mean, I think that's one of the main things that we need to drive home um, is that you can make it illegal. That's the worst part about it is the drive home, too, afterwards. Get, women, women are going to obtain abortions if they want abortions. And if they obtain unsafe abortions, then their lives are at risk. No, I completely agree with you. We'll take a break, come back. Dub has got a van. It's a hideout radio 104.1. Stay tuned. Stay tuned to the hideout. One more segment with the uh, women from the National Organization for Women. And your phone calls. And we'll wrap it up. I think we've made progress. Absolutely. (laughs) I feel good about what we've done here today. (laughs) All right, we've done nothing. But I feel good about it. It's a hideout. Real radio 104.1. Wednesday night, it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Sicily and uh, Jenna, or sorry, Jenna's the president. Jenna and Sicily from the <laughs> National Organization for Women Orlando in here, Dobbs. Um, they were fighting Mike Busey mm-hmm. and Mike Freeze last week of uh, Beats, Bitches, and Beer. Still don't know if I necessarily agree with the whole thing. I understand their point of view, but I don't know if I necessarily agree with the tactic. Well, did you hear about the, I mean, how, how far it had escalated? Yeah, sure. well, I, I heard about some I, of the things that uh, I read were said this, back and forth. I read about the thing in the weekly, too. Yeah, that was that was um, really pretty vile. Yeah, calling you guys some uh, very awful names. It got actually sing. worse than that. There were um, some visuals that you should be happy you haven't seen. Uh, was it the visual that was of, like, the... Uh, the woman uh, saying that something about how women in the movies or something and then gets choked. No, but I did oh, see no. that. Okay. that. That's on his his MySpace page. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Katie. Slap happy style. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Katie and Daytona are in the hideout. What's up, Katie? Hey, guys. Um, first of all, I just wanted to thank you for having now on your show mm-hmm. and enjoying listening. Um, I just started tuning in. Um, I'm a social work student at UCF. Bragger. And I was just wondering if I missed anything on how to get involved. If you could, if with now, maybe. Um, what yeah. Goes, what yeah, goes? definitely. Um, we actually we meet um, every first and third Sunday at the GLBC Center um, downtown, which is nine four six North Mills. And our meetings start at noon, and they last until about one thirty. What about football? Okay, great. You're missing football, then. Yeah. It's not football TiVo. season. You could TiVo the... Uh, no, yeah. you never TiVo a game. I'll, I'll TiVo your uh, little meeting. I'm not going to TiVo my game. And probably want to go to the website, too, Katie. That's uh, noworlando.org, all right? All right. Thanks a lot, guys. You betcha. Oh, sounds hot. Sorry. <laughs> Forget you guys are here. Uh, <laughs> Diane and Melbourne, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Go ahead, Diane. Ladies first. Hi. Yeah, thank you. Hi, hi, it out. Yep. Um, the first thing I wanted to say just about rape is that rape really is, from a psychological perspective, it's a power issue. Yeah. So tying it to porn is, is I think, uh, being construed. And then the second thing is I'm a woman that uh, I love my porn, and I just kind of wondered where the ladies, uh, what that makes me. A rapist. No, absolutely okay. not. I mean, if, if, if it's something that you enjoy, then, you know, I I think that's great. I think that people need to find something. Um, but if if it's something a guy enjoys, he is automatically uh, no, she took not, that not, not, not labeled, but looked at as maybe deviant. But if a girl, hey, that's what you enjoy. I'm just trying to say that there are certain types of pornographical films which are really very demeaning and which 
are really intended um, to, to basically portray what almost looks like a rape on film. But there are, I mean, there are definitely pornographical films which are not and, and which are totally fine. And I'll, I'll disagree with that, too, Dubs, because a lot of times you hear a chick's in the porn and you think, whore, how can I get that? Um, I don't. I think cool girl. Yeah, well, you know, which well, is a whore. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, thank you, Dan. I appreciate it. Sometimes into that same type of video. That's BJ, cool. you got to make sure your headphones are on so you can hear yeah, that you're you, not on the you air, you moron. Mike. Stupid. Well, my, how come my mic's not on then? Because it's not going to be on every second. Because you weren't here during the beginning of the segment when I turned on the mics on. And you <sighs> breathe heavily. <laughs> yeah, well, and you're still tapping on the microphone. All right, so what's your point? <laughs> I was just going to ask about... <laughs> Appreciate it. Keep your headphones on. All right, the headphones are on. All right, go ahead and talk. I was just going to ask about the women. You got... What? <laughs> What's wrong? We're listening. Yeah. No, I... he just... Okay, I was going to ask about the women who are... <laughs> you got whatever. <laughs> <laughs> He's messing with my microphone. What the hell? He's messing with my microphone. Spit it out, stupid. Forget it. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm moved on. Anti-bitch in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, anti-bitch? Oh, I'm having a great night. How y'all doing? Fantastic. First of all, pornographical isn't a word. Okay. I'm very annoyed that you have these dumb whores on the air. Come on, anti-bitch. No, 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 Why no, be no, that no, way? No. Let me talk. Let me talk. These bitches talked enough. Stop. Now. Do not degrade them by calling them bitches. These female dogs have talked long enough, okay? Now it's time for a real man to get on the air and voice our opinion. What's right. up, dude? First of all, you're not cooking right now. What's the problem? All right, enough of that. I know. You're not cooking either, apparently. <laughs> get busy. Ramen noodles. Do you uh, do you ladies cook? Or are you I really don't. Stuff? I'm way too busy to do anything like that. I never what are you have busy food doing? in my house. I like to cook. Do you, Sicily? Yeah. You got Good boy- girl. You got a boyfriend? Yes. You know, I think about it. I think I've met Sicily before. Could be. She's less hot now. I don't know why. Oh, why? Because she likes to cook, or because I've met her? No. Didn't she say something else in between those two? Not in here. She has a boyfriend or something. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Nah, whatever. She's a little chubby now. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> You're such an ass. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Those arms are pretty big. Uh, all right. Let's go to Larry Flint in Beverly Hills. You're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Larry Flint? Hey, how you doing? I was wondering <laughs> if your guests would like to go into my publication in the next month. They sound very original. All right, how about that? How about joining Larry Flint in uh, one of his publications? Now, one thing, you have to be into animals, specifically horses. All right, horses, yes, no? Okay, I'm going to guess that. Even ponies? Is there anything else you ladies would like to throw out there? Uh, license to choose daughter. I appreciate you coming in to the lion's den. <clears throat> Or the uh, hideout, as it were. Yeah, well, thank you for having us. Um, I saw... Will you come back? Is that, 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 is that the next question? Yeah, are you guys going to hate us when you leave? No, not all of you. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Don't, no, you boys... Yeah, that's fair. Stay quiet back there. I don't even want to hear anything. Especially you, Matt. You have no room to talk. I'm just saying they're scallywags. Stop, scallywags. <laughs> it's trumpets and um, How big would you say they are, Matt? Oh, about uh, ten quarts high and four points wide. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? This isn't a pirate ship. You harlots. Um, I do want to thank you guys for coming into the lion's den. I guess I saw one of the comments on your MySpace about you guys coming to that radio station. Do we have a negative perception when it comes? Like, I think it was real, the monster sensitivity training Like thing, real but, radio? Yeah. The monsters are great guys. It was the, it was the sensitive, sensitivity training, I think, turned into kind of a joke. But Oh, really? 
Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, but all those always do. I mean, every time we have to go through a sexual harassment video watching, it just turns into a party. <laughs> same with same with like an affirmative action video party or anything. Every like time that. you laugh inappropriately, you have to take a shot. It's great. Yeah, play a little drinking game. It's just part of life. Uh, anything else, you ladies, want to throw out there? One final comment about beat, beats, bitches, beers. Um, you guys want to invite us to join the organization? We would love for you to join the organization. I you know. can join on our on our website. We have PayPal. Oh, I got to pay. Pay? We, yeah, you yeah. got to pay. We can't get comped as radio guys and Probably free airtime for an hour. I mean, come on. <laughs> All your money and dues go to such good causes. Bake sales? <laughs> Feminist activism. You guys, do you guys do bake sales? That seems no. like that would probably be the wrong thing no. to do. No. Yeah, should start. Some chapters do garage sales and stuff. Just oh, garage sale is fun. What, Matt? How about starting a cleaning service? <laughs> what the hell? Uh, That's not going to help. Barefoot, of course. All right. We've uh, you exposed nothingness. yourself yeah. sufficiently enough. Yeah, I think we've, uh, <laughs> I think we've hit the, uh, I jumped the shark. All right, well, let's, uh, let's take a break and come back. I would uh, I would like to thank uh, Jenna and Sicily, the National Organization for Women, the Orlando chapter. Go to noworlando.org. Also, to licensedtochoose.org. And um, actually, I really... Or you can go to my website, licensedtobrews.com. Uh, I really do believe in what these women are uh, doing. I do believe in e- uh, equality for women. I am a big believer, big, big believer uh, in choice. So uh, neither one is single then? No. And I don't really believe in what they're saying now. <laughs> uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Thank you, ladies, for coming into the Thank hideout. you for having us. It's Thank a hideout. You. Real Radio 104.1. All right, Dubs. Coming down the home stretch on a Wednesday night. Don't forget that tomorrow, ladies from Dancers Royale, and we will also have the Bicurious BJ Pop Rocks Enema. Thank you to NowOrlando.com for coming in. Turn your microphone on, stupid. <laughs> Can I do that every time? Yeah. Turn my own microphone on? Yeah, except that's the wrong one. Over here? Yes. Yeah, over there. Okay. Right on. And then Friday is the Hideout Fight Club Part 2 by Curious BJ versus Matt Albert. By Curious BJ, All American wrestler, state champion versus the Big Bear. BJ <laughs> and the Grizz. BJ and the Bear. Coming up Friday night in the Open Door Policy. Time for What's on the Web. Tommy Bateman and Matt Albert scour the Internet to find the fun stuff on the thing called the World Wide Web. What do you got, boys? Um, well, remember a few weeks ago we played that segment where that that stepdad was showing his kid the, the interesting maze game to play on the Internet, mm-hmm. and then that face popped out and probably scarred the kid for life. Right. So he'll grow up and watch porn and rape. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, well, here is somebody doing the same thing uh, to an office, a, a co-worker in their office, and now... There's no sound on the woman's computer, but she's looking at it, trying to play this game. The face pops up. She falls backwards out of her chair. And if you see it, you can. the sound is pretty funny for falling out, but if you see it uh, on the website, it's really, really funny. All right, it's linked up on realradio.fm. Yeah. Don't, don't panic. Shut up, shut up. Mom, how are you getting that far? <laughs> I'm going to watch it right now. I, I gotta go watch that too.
Now, uh, the reason I kept that going on so long is I want you to listen to it again. Was she snorting there? It wasn't her. I think it was the guy holding the camera. I think so, too. <laughs> and he's just breathing real heavy anyways. Just listen to him again. Don't panic. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Right here. Yeah, I hear the snorting too. Did you watch it yet? No, I'm going to it right now. It's on the hideout page. Yeah. What's it under? What's on the web? What's on the web? If, if, yeah, if you go to links, it's uh, the first thing in yellow there. Now, wait a second. First thing in yellow? If you go, all right, it's first or second. Oh, they're just scaring a coworker. Okay. Yeah, uh, I meant if you go to the links section, it's the first, the, what's on what's the web. What's on the web is on there first in yellow, and then you have to find scaring a co-worker. Cool. Yeah. Now, here is that exact same thing, except instead of a stepdad scaring a kid, it's now the mother scaring her son, who not only screams and yells, but he goes running out of the room. I've never seen a kid run this fast. It's as if, like, uh, someone rolled a donut in front of Chunks. <laughs> And that was the kid running and screaming out of the room. All right, hold on a second. I just watched the first one, and that is maybe the funniest thing I've ever seen. Oh, my God. She falls out of her chair. So this lady sitting there watching the maze thing, kind of a heavyset black woman. Shut up, shut up. The face pops up. (laughs) <laughs> and this, this chick just falls back uh, on the floor, flailing around. Oh, Christ, that's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Oh, the that's funny thing so is she starts good. checking her hair afterwards. That is so good. She's, like, pulling down her skirt, hitting her co-worker with her shoe. Oh, that one's classic, <laughs> dude. All right, you gotta go see this. It's on the hideout page on RoboRadio.fm. Now, massage therapist Kimmy says she likes to scare her own son like that with that dumb face popping out. All right, which now is that one the worst worst, worst mother in the world? Yeah. All right, let me look at that one. Okay, I'm watching it now. That poor kid. The kid's looking at it. Runs out like a puss. It uh, hasn't changed yet. She's telling him, stare at the screen. Oh, it changed. The kid runs out the room. Oh, that's a funny. And the mom's laughing, chasing after the kid. That didn't look like it was a ghost. It looked like it was a bear or a dog or something on that What one. it looked like was like a seal. Yeah. Oh, and he starts running around. Mom's epic. All right, what's the next one? Uh, Matt Albert found this one. Actually, I think he found the coworker one as well. Uh, he, now, we all know the crocodile hunter. He's kind of, he's not a big bulky guy, but he's kind of a manly guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's out there wrestling wild animals. Well, here he is. He finds one of his uh, gators is dead, or crocodiles, I guess. And he starts crying. And <laughs> I can kind of understand that. But then he describes the, Alec, the, the crocodile as something the very, video. very odd. Mary, and I caught she was over 
years of age, and she is one of the most beautiful animals I've ever seen in my life. And I love her like I love my wife. Oh. He loves her like he loves his wife. That's so dirty. Part's when he's just laying on the thing crying. They're right here. Oh, you know, he's probably like touched it inappropriately or something. What are things just trying to nap? Mo, He's flipping it around. That'd be a great moment for some necro-bestiality. It's necro, Dick. <laughs> All right, necro. All right, let's go. Here, what's the... familiar with the... Okay. Let's go with the next one, Tommy. What's left for what's on the web? Last the one. Hideout. I think you might be out of the running for this, because I think maybe Matt apparently played this in the office yesterday, but I found this today on, I believe it was you in that way dot com. Uh, see if you can name who is singing Hugh Hefner, uh, Happy Birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mr. Hefner. Oh. Happy birthday to you. I love you, Hef. You're amazing. You're 80, but you act like you're 20. You look like you're 40. You're hot. Love you. Happy you're birthday. hot. I know who that is. Any? Yeah, who's the guest? Paris Hilton. Yeah. No. I actually like her song. She's a terrible singer, though. I like this song, though. But it's listen like... to her singing there. It was awful. This song isn't bad, though. Man. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. She's just, I mean, she's basically a porn star. Happy birthday to you. That wasn't awful. That's not it on key. You don't like this song? This song isn't bad, but she's better than no. Popo Zao. No. Now you're just taking it one level too far. All right, this song's kind of gay, though. Who, this is Paris Hilton? Yeah. I didn't even know she made music. Of course you don't. You're in Fowlerville. You're still looking at the days. You guys have just discovered Kelly Clarkson. Hey, this is better than Kevin Federline, though. I just said that. I'm from Fowlerville. I don't know. Great. Yeah, this one's good, too. I don't know. I'm torn. As Vicarious BJ gets up and shakes it. Come on, keep shaking it. Yeah. 
I, I hate this mother effer. Why? I really do. I listen to him sing, and I'm thinking, you're banging Britney Spears. You're going to get that money. Jesus. All right, Jules says, first BJ, now Paris. Come on, you're killing our ears here. And that was followed up by uh, K-Fed. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Dubs, can you believe this show's over already? Tonight and last night were the two fastest shows I've ever been uh, a part of. Hey, it's BJ. Maybe. Thank you again to the National Organization for Women for coming in. The Orlando chapter. Very nice. Tomorrow, ladies from Dances Royale and by Curious BJ and his pop rocks enema. I'm still a little interesting, curious on how this is going to work. Like, do I got to put like a whole pack? Stop. In- we'll discuss it tomorrow. Nothing in, okay? The White House faced new questions about President Bush's contention three years ago that weapons of mass destruction had been found in Iraq. I guess he was touting these couple of containers that they found. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out, like, two or three days beforehand, intelligence, like, wrote a report saying those aren't for weapons of mass destruction. thing is, he didn't get the information. Of course not. But he never really went back and retracted it either. Um... What else is big that people will talk about tomorrow, J-Dubs? I'm looking through right now, too. You know, gasoline prices are on the rise, man. I filled up today, and it was, what, two seventy nine. dollars Depends on ha- where you go. It'll, it'll go from, like, you know, span from, like, two sixty five to two seventy nine. How the hell did that happen? Like, where did it come from? It's just the barrel's been going up and up. Supply worries already heightened because of uh, political turmoil in Nigeria and Iran. Great, Iran's one of the biggest producers. I'm telling you, man, we, we're we so smart here in America. Why can't we just create the alternative fuel sources, get it over with? There's only one solution. What, BJ? Invading Iran. What is that going to do? That was sarcasm. You just, that wasn't laying it out there. Okay, I'm going to stop. Why don't you just stick to the pop rock cinemas? I'm I'm going to be here anyways. I guess that's everything, Dubs. There's really not much going on. Hmm. Hmm, wait, hold on. There's something here in the health area. What is it? Uh, Pop Rock's not meant for your ass? <laughs> I think they are. I guess fast food and chicken is fattier than in the U.S. than anywhere else. Like, the actual food. Gee, I wonder... I wonder if that's why uh, everyone is obese in America. So if you're overseas eating fast food, it's not as bad as if you're in America eating fast food. Yeah, but French fries are so good. Mm-hmm. Is there anything better than a French fry? You know, I really enjoy the McDonald's ones, too. For some reason, those skinny little not-even-potato things are delicious. Just I, salt. I think Wendy's are my favorite. No, I don't like the Wendy's fries. I love their burgers. I would, if my dream lineup, McDonald's fries and uh, Wendy's burgers. My dream lineup, Burger King's burgers Oh, and Wendy's fries. Kidding me. Wendy's think... burgers, pummel. Burger King burgers. Flame broiled, dude. You bought into the hype. Flame broiled compared to one of those squares? Squares are great because they come over the edges. Don't they spray on? Yeah. The, the flavor. Who? Burger King. So what? You're like, ha- you're like flame broiled. It's, it's they, those marks are already there. 
It's not actually lemonade when you're drinking it. It's just sugar. I still like lemonade. I like my burgers cooked over an open flame. No, it's a, it's a spray. Yeah. You're not cooking them at home. It's a spray. Notice it lisp. <laughs> we are. Please, why do you think we've been laughing at you the whole time? You're not witty. <laughs> All right, here's a quick podcasting update. Go to iTunes. Uh, the National Organization for Women mm-hmm. interview. It's on there already. If you missed any of it, it's great. Also, BJ and the Dove, did they do it? The most entertaining hideout game show ever is already under the game show, uh, game show section on the podcasting. So you want to go check that one out as well. All right, boys. I think that'll be doing it for a uh, Monday night. Wonderful. Wednesday night. All week, I've either, all day today, I've either thought it was Monday or Friday. Friday, it felt like a lot of Friday to me, too, because last night's show was kind of crazy, and the Thursday is probably around the time when the show started getting a little bit wacky. Yeah, today in the shower, I was like, I can't believe it's only Monday. No, it's Friday. Tomorrow, Dances Royale, Friday, Open Door Policy, and the Hideout Fight Club, Part D, Fight Curious BJ versus Matt Albert. We'll see you guys then. Thank you to Sarf who came in. Sof. Sof. <laughs> Filming the BJ documentary also uh, dubs his buddies. Alright, wake up with the monsters in the morning, Shenderberg. Midday's Phillips Fall in the afternoon. Hideout's back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. God bless King Dude. Be somebody and always talk good. Question everything and stay classy. Uh, stay tuned for the best of Real Radio. Real Radio Rewind segments from all four of these shows that's next way out bitch 5000 5000 5000 shut up stop it you wait you fatty shut up shut up shut up you calling me a fatty I wish I know how to quit you oh Tommy J-Dubs you feel so good Tommy's a fag Tommy's a virgin You're a whore, admit it, admit you're a big whore, go ahead. I'll be smacking my hoes, <laughs> everyone knows it goes. Kick it to the floor, step on the floor, step on the floor, kick it to the floor, cause I'll be smacking my hoes, I'll be smacking my hoes, I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I thought. I, 5,000.